president now. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. We're, it does get worse here every day. Oh, boy. All sense and reason has left the building a long time ago, and we now exist purely on a diet of clownery. All red noses, all honks, all face paint all the time. Everything is insane, and nothing really matters anymore. That's where we're at, and that's how we're. That's what we're gonna do. The the it's crazy. I spent all day. The internet was down. I was like, I don't think I'm gonna have to do this today. Comes back last minute. I'm scrambling. Like, I don't even know what's going on. And then the FBI raids former President Trump's uh, Mar-a-Lago estate. <laughs> you know. And you've got all these fools. You know. Oh yeah, out now it's about time. Like they don't. You know. We've been we we've been had to live and suffer under so many criminals now and just total pieces of shit. You know, everything that everything the all the other past presidents have done, and not just them, they're public servants. The rest of the members and and nothing ever, ever. And the one time it does happen, who does it happen to? It happens to Donald Trump. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wasn't there a laptop that just came out recently? Wasn't there something to do with a laptop and uh, emails about uh, kickbacks from uh, contracts in Ukraine? Very illegal, very unethical, very, very uh, in the purview of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. And yet, and yet, we, uh, you know, nothing has happened. Isn't that strange? It's so weird, you know? Meanwhile, you've got the Chinese encircling and besieging the island of Taiwan, their long-awaited military objective that is to reunify the continental Chinese people under the banner of social communism. Marxism is what they've been doing. 
And now they are moving in the idiotic, either they did it on purpose or dementia is really just a, a big thing uh, in, in the administration in Washington. The uh, you know Speaker of the House, who's not a diplomat, she's not the president, the vice president. I don't know what she's doing there. She's not the foreign minister. She's not the secretary of defense. She's not, I don't know. But she went to, she went to Taiwan and they asked her not to and she did it anyway. So now this is happening. And at the same time, the uh, political strife and embroilings in the United States have reached a level that now we are um, raiding the homes of ex-presidents. <laughs> that, um, that is an ex- a significant, unprecedented escalation that the uh, justice system is now attacking. They, they start, you know, it's a decapitation attempt, right? So you've got the Alex Jones trial happening now. And, um, you know, $45 million judgment against him in an attempt to bankrupt him him and his organization. But I have uh, faith in his community and supporters. They will bail him out. He won't be off the air. You You can't get rid of him. You'll have to kill him. And in doing so, you have enshrined him forever as a martyr and a prophet. So you can't do that. So I guess Alex Jones just wins forever, doesn't he? That must infuriate you. That must really bother you. And, uh, and at the same time, the political arm, and they've got his phone now, right? So they've probably, they may have used that as, as cause for this raid. I wouldn't be surprised because, as we know, Alex Jones and the former president are uh, associates. They've met and talked numerous times. They have each other's numbers, this kind of thing. They get Jones's phone, the January 6th investigation. You see how this is going. They're trying to roll this kangaroo court together to use the judicial power that they have illegitimately acquired through a coup to now, one and done, all in, crush, kill, destroy their political opposition in the United States from the top down. We'll do it socially and culturally. We'll kill all the conspiracy theorists. You know, figuratively, I'm saying now, legal means and in financial penalties. But if it comes to act outright just killing us, they will do that also. Alex Jones and everyone like him, but they start at the top. Who's the number one guy in, in the wrong think world in the United States politically challenging the establishment? It's Alex Jones. So he's target. He's targeted. He called this himself uh, a long time or a year ago and said, the, the list is Trump and then me. And wouldn't you know it, both of them now are, have found themselves in, in interesting, uh, an interesting situation. What are the odds of that? <laughs> I, don't find it, uh, I don't find it to be a coincidence at all. And once they're gone, if they succeed, once these guys are out of the way, they will work their way down the list. This is the same kind of strategy and tactics they used when they were banning everyone off of YouTube, off of, you know, I've, how are you still on YouTube? You'll notice this channel is titled number two of five. I have a strategy. After I was banned the first time, I cycle through channels. So when one gets a strike, you move to the next one. That gets a strike, you move to the next one. And by the time you get back, you're probably, your strike's gone. You get two, you can't stream. You get three, your channel's gone, right? So you just do this relay race. You do this musical chairs game. And they just, you know, they're lazy. <laughs> they will get tired of it. And they've, I, I mean, I haven't had any problems in a long time. I think they've just given up for a while. Maybe I'm encouraging them a little bit too much. But I mean, again, I'll just move to another one and another one and another one. And another one. That is why you must always go to uh, the website, RagingDistant.com or the telegram uh, under here, t.me slash RagingDistantII or updates and links and, and, and things like that on where to find this in the future as the war against people with a fucking brain continues. As well, always uh, the primary um, chat location and where the really the fore focus of my attention uh, will be for the following two hours and 55 minutes or so 
entropystream.live slash raging distance and of course on rumble as well um the channel links again are on the telegram page and if you can't find it i've i couldn't have made this easier you know it's right up there you can't click it you can't touch your screen and do anything with it but you can remember it you can write it down and you can just go there to the dot com and there'll be links to all of these things one of them should work for you there's multiple you know things to do chris jason on rumble thank you very much sir you're basically single-handedly paying my bills right now uh that i i can't uh flags in the mail homie uh, I hope it gets to you very soon. He says, this world is straight up fucked. Yeah, it's it's really bad. Things have gotten uh, really desperate. And um, in the position as, as well as, uh, you know, with, with, with Trump and the States and, and Jones, once they're out of the way, they'll work their way down just, just like they did on YouTube. And I, and I believe, as has, you know, there's obviously many, many elements of the bad guys in the world, obviously. However, the... Uh, State powers over in over in China and uh, the you know patriot Americans are are not aligned ideologically or uh, their strategic short and mid and long term goals are not the same. They do not align, so uh, they're competitors. They're you know and they've been a long time. The best time to strike at this Taiwan invasion or and and make moves on the crumbling American empire at its fringes, which is would be the furthest reaches of the empire, would be a place like Taiwan, the South China Sea, islands outside of, uh, you know, Australia and so on, as well as the far reaches of Europe, where it's dumping in all kinds of uh, money and support and troops. And at the same time, so are its enemies. North Korea is willing to send 100,000 soldiers to Ukraine uh, for the war effort. 100,000 volunteers, that is quite a few that's a lot of troops. That's a lot of people. And North Korea, the holder of the fourth biggest army in the world, of I think about uh, 2 million. It's well over a million, 1.2 million, 1.3 million. They can, but they can draft everybody. They can, make, they can have an army of 4 million uh, in days if they, if they really needed to. So 100,000 is, they can throw those guys away if they really want to, but they're, they're, they want that combat experience, I think, is, is what's going on. But the best time to strike, um, to really go for it, is when America is crippled in the, in the throes of a civil war or civil unrest or, you know, rogue states and, and this kind of thing. Who knows how this is, the ripple effect this will have amongst the hardline uh, Trump supporters, people like uh, certain governors, DeSantis, for example, and so on. We don't know where this is going to go. This is not going to go over well. It's not going to be well-received, and it's going to further deepen, divide, and increase the divisions across the American public, and many, many more people, the voices that have been yelling civil war, will become louder and louder, and people are starting to listen to them as a result of the tyrannical, out-of-control, uh, you know, communist regime that has taken control of the United States and many of the Western countries. They're not leaving people with any options. They're not leaving them with anywhere to go, um, and they just won't stop. So, you know, when you give someone no choice, no way out, you've caged him like an animal, what do you expect to happen? This is inevitable, um, it seems, because they just simply refuse to back down. And um, I'm, I'm sure that, you know, that this our side of the Americans are not going to back down either. So draw your conclusions as to how that happens. What happens next in that scenario? Now... How does, that, how does that work? Does that help the Chinese? Yes, it does very much because the Americans are off the board. If they're fighting um, a domestic insurgency in their own country, which would be unprecedented since you know, the Civil War, they're not fighting overseas wars. I mean, their entire, just their entire military is compromised. You understand the division, what's been done to the United States, the military, all branches of the service, the entire government, the entire public, there is a line straight through the middle and you guys are over here and you guys are over there. You're either pro-Trump or you're anti-Trump at this point. It's one or the other. 
for various reasons, obviously it's more complicated than that. But generally, if you had to find the most common, do you or do you hate Trump and think he's a criminal and has to go to jail forever, or do you do you like him and thought he was a good president and he's probably the good guy here and blah blah blah? Pick a side. There are two sides now in America, and these sides are uh, heading towards a violent confrontation. Yay! And that includes, as I said, all of the the, the previous establishments, the military. What if you've got a what if you've got a pro um, you know a, a pro president a pro regime uh, colonel, but a pro Trump general? Do you see how this can be a problem? Do you understand? Like when people are going to have to choose sides and choose loyalties, and it's not going to be good. And in that situation, that is when the Chinese and the and the Russians will really unleash uh, you know stage two of whatever it is they're up to. I suspect it is the systematic dismantling of the American empire like a Lego set by people that are smarter than them because they're, you know, they chose the woke Marxist nonsense. They chose the drag queen story time. They chose the puberty blockers. They chose the, you know, alphabet parade of all of the special snowflakes and fox people and people that identify sexually as some kind of a shellfish, but only on the weekends and only if it's a certain, you know, title, you know, they, they want, they chose that way. They didn't have to. They didn't have to, but they, uh, they worked it in there. They worked this craziness in there in the 60s and 70s in the academic class. It got worse. It got worse. The 90s, it really took off. They really started brainwashing people. And now that generation, my generation, is all grown up. They're running the country. People in our age group from, you know, early 30s to, you know, mid 50s, early 50s, they're running the, they're running the world right now. Where's that coming from? My phone just randomly started yelling at me. What is, what is going on? I have no idea what that is or how to stop it. That was, that was odd. Anyway, sorry about that. I can't remember what the hell I was talking about. I've divided Ameri- the, the, the whole world, really, but America is set up for uh, this inevitable um, confrontation and, you know... What, what can really be done? And who's, who's going to stand to gain and take advantage of the situation? You know, you're not going to fight a unified, uh, having it together, everybody waving the flag, um, hanging out, you know, singing Kumbaya, singing you know, the national anthem. Yeah, that's not the America you want to fight. That is, an indi- that is an undefeatable America. The America that is divided, um, or, or ra- united rather, like it was, like say after 9-11, the false flag terror attack that we don't talk about anymore, that the media promulgated and lied about. And that's basically the running theme here is going to be the, the, the media, they all got to go. They all got to go. Go as far the fuck away as, and be gone as much as possible. They're the central, most concentric MVP of the forces of evil in this world for the last 50 years. But really, that really, it really became normal and okay to shill for the government after 9-11, and it's now completely out of control, and um, they caused the deaths of millions of people. Millions of people have died because of their lies. The weapons of mass destruction, the babies in the incubators, two different reasons to invade and destroy, pilfer, rape, and, you know, absolutely. Anybody care about Iraq now? 
Any care? No, of course you don't care. No one cares. Millions dead. And who and who did that? That was the media. And these same cheerleaders, these same garbage, you know, genetic runoff, throwaway, worthless, dumpster diving, thrown away, used condoms from homeless people out of a gangbang and an orgy in, a, in an encampment under a bridge in San Francisco. They're lower than that. And the same people that support them and cheerleader, like, listen, I was, I, you know what I used to be? I used to be a liberal traitor. I was a liberal traitor because I was anti-war. I know as odd as that sounds, while I was in the military, I'm like, I don't think we should be doing any of this. I mean, you know, eventually it ate away at me. <laughs> but I was like, this is bullshit and that's bullshit. And I was a because I, you know, Occupy Wall Street. I supported that. I supported the anti-war, uh, the, the anti, uh, anti-war people. Because I didn't think we should be doing a lot of this stuff. And now uh, now they're pro-war, pro-establishment, pro-Wall Street. Give Wall Street all the money. Support Disney. Support Ted Turner. Support Rupert Murdoch. I stand with big business. I stand with Viacom. I stand, I stand with NBC and Fox News. <laughs> I trust the science. I trust ABC. I trust all of these guys. I trust Google. I trust Jeff Bezos at Amazon, who owns the Washington Post. I trust Warner Brothers. I stand with Bob Iger. Look at it. You want to? We can get into this later. This is just one. This is just Brian Roberts, the CEO of Comcast. Here's what they own. CNBC, the Golf Channel, Major League Baseball, the NHL Network, Hulu, all the NBC Sports uh, Productions, Universal Studios, the Weather Channel, Comcast Network. <laughs> oh my, uh, quite a bit. And this is and this is just not even this is just the tip of the iceberg. All the subsidiaries underneath this, Comcast Sports, Bravo, basically your sports ball is owned by this guy. Oh, here's some venture businesses they also own. This is still the same guy. Tryon, Tripwire, Videology, Verisign. That's a that's part of that's a using a lot of websites. Linkshare, Bronze. There's a lot. Rupert Murdoch of News Corp. All of the Fox, everything you own. National Geographic, National. All of the media is owned basically by five guys. Fox Crime, coming up next on Fox. Oh, they also own Fox Music. They also own the Financial News. Brooklyn, lots lots of different newspapers, publishing houses. Oh, that's good. The New York Post, the Wall Street Journal. Same guy, owns all of it. And then you got the Sony guy down here. He's got quite quite a lot going on. Where's my favorite? Oh, that's just part of it. Of course, it's on the, uh, we'll have to get to the rest on the website later. But you get the point, you get the idea. They're zombies. These these people are um, uh, completely incapable of seeing what's right in front of them. Whatever the current thing is, I was always against uh, the state. Like I've been watching this take place for my entire life since I was a child, since I was in high school, and nine eleven happened, and I went, "Wait, what the fuck is going on?" Ever since that day, and every day forward and since, and uh, from the teachings of George Carlin and others. 
It's become very clear that the people in power are totally self-interested, have no uh, designs or ideas about looking after the rest of us or doing what's collectively good for all of us. They do what's good for them. They do what's good for them and mostly what's going to make them the most money at our expense. And that wealth disparity, that gap is bigger than ever. The top 1% of the people in the world own more than half of everybody on earth. And I think it's going to, do you think it's going to get better? Sorry, uh, we don't have money for uh, any of your subsidies. We can't fix your schools. We can't fix your hospitals. We can't, you know, because there's people just sitting on, you know, trillions of dollars because they need more yachts and houses. And well, that's nice. I know you have all those things, but do you, maybe you don't need um, five yachts and sailboats and houses and mansions and airports and private jets. Maybe we need fucking hospitals. <laughs> maybe. Maybe we need to do something to offset the cost of living, which is completely out of control and forcing more people into these uh, homeless encampments, which produces the genetic runoff, that apparently uh, grow up to be journalists. Those journalists uh, always support the current thing, whatever it says, even when it's a lie, especially when it's a lie, and when it kills, um, you know, millions of people. And they just move on to the next one like it never happened. So now we're, now we're supposed to, you know, trust the science, which is the giant media corporation that owns all of the, every television station, every news station, all of them, they're owned by the same five or six guys. It all goes up in a giant spider web of a monopoly. And that's why you see the same things everywhere. No one has their own opinions anymore. Nobody thinks their own thoughts. It's always just a, it's an amalgamation or a, a, you know, a compilation of things they've been picking up. Sound bites here, opinions there, a sentence here, a headline there, something they heard on the radio. It, but it's all, it's all a part of the same thing. It's all coming from the same way or sending you the same overall generic message like fast food, instant garbage to the masses to make sure they stay in line. They do what they're told. They work the machines just enough, just enough to do their jobs just enough to make sure the money keeps going where the money's supposed to go just keep sure the money's going but not smart enough to figure out how badly as george carlin said they were getting fucked in the ass by that big red white and blue dick every single day let the bodies hit the floor but there's the, the internet and there's a lot of us and as sooner or later i think as you've noticed people are starting to notice 266 let's go Gary. He needs it in his life. Godzilla and Jane says Dagle on Free Press Monday, August 8th. Dark Brandon Secret. National Social Support. Yeah, the Get the point of Trump stuff later. Leo Nindis is television. They are called programs for a reason. Entertain the human mind. So don't get in the way of important people. They do the thinking for you. DJ Cockle, how you doing, brother? Nice to see you. Says, ever criticized Israel to a group of people you didn't realize were Jews and had uh, had it start in arguments? <laughs> no. No, I uh, I rarely talk to humans anymore. They disappoint me and uh, generally, you know, tempt me to fly into a homicidal rage. So I try not to do that. Says, I have twice now, and it's, ne- it's never not jarring to see the indifference to Israel attacking U.S.S. liberty and killing Americans when explaining it to Israel first. There's... 
fuck that parasite of a country. Where did I, um, you know, not to get too much off, off topic here, but yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan. I've never been much of a fan once I realized uh, what was going on, what that was uh, really all about. I mean, I know there's a word for this kind of activity. You can see here on the left, here's with the old borders, 1946, 47, 67, 2010, and it's actually, you know, decreased a little bit since there. You, you can see something's happening here. Something seems to be happening here. I wonder what they would call that. These same, you know, um, leftist of a for the people, socialist kind of, you know, the, where, where, yeah. What's that called? Something like a C word? A c- call, call, an, uh, call, geno, ge- genus, I, I, it's on the tip of my tongue. I can't quite remember what it is. Um, maybe there isn't one. I just wish there was a word to describe whatever this is. Oh, oh, wait, there's a magic book? Oh, Phil, there's a magic book that explains why that's okay. Oh, okay, never mind. Let's never talk about it again. The magic book people said it's okay to just do these kinds of things. Leonidas says the reason we have the military is to protect our way of life. If they're going to let mass non-homogenous peoples in genocide, then there's no point or honor in the military. Well, it's not really up to the military to... to, uh, they're just there to fight who they're supposed to, who they're told to. Um, unfortunately, they have no um, say over over anything politically. And that's not a good thing either. That, there's a reason why that is, because then you can end up with a military junta, which controls the country, and the, country, the military runs the country, and the top general is the president. Like, that's a whole other form of government that exists, that could exist, that, you know, can go either way. <laughs> could be great, could be horrible. Uh, really depends. So it's, uh, there's no voting, you see. There's no, uh, only, it's, it's a hard way to the top. <laughs> that system. You know, a junta, J-U-N-T-A. Uh, NYC bit 212 says, I subscribe to the we are winning argument uh, that rage makes. The FBI just raided uh, Trump. Stay cool and don't let anything, don't do anything stupid. For God's sakes, don't do anything stupid. The problem is, that America's last bastion of uh, salvation is not the one they want to use, not not the one anyone should want to use. That's why it's number two. The Second Amendment. The First Amendment, freedom of speech, is the most important weapon that you have. It is much more powerful And the proof is in the pudding that you live in right now. When the global establishment wants people to do something, do they put guns to their heads? How do they how do they enslave and enforce these policies? How do they how do they get people to do what they want? They do this, they talk. They convince you. They make you think it's your idea. Like incept, oh no, you want to do this. It's good for you. Yeah, it's a powerful thing. If it wasn't a powerful thing, they wouldn't uh, try to control it. And they wouldn't spend so much effort and time going after and singling out people that fight against them uh, with their words, with their voice, which is supposed to be the most cherished and protected, um, you know, uh, pillar of our, of our Western society that we have. Because without that, you don't have freedom at all. If you can't say out loud... 
how you're feeling and what you're thinking. Just talking. Just sitting there and talking. Talking quietly, talking angrily, talking. Words, mouth sounds, vocal cord vibrations. If you can't even do that, you don't live in a free place. And if you don't live in a free place, you live in an, in an oppressed place. And, and who's doing the oppressing? And how bad is it going to get? Because you're not even allowed to talk about it. And this is what they're doing. You can't talk about uh, the injuries. You can't talk about the suicides. You can't, you just, nope. They don't want anybody that's talking about it. You're censored. You're gone. You talk about the crimes being committed, the wars. Look what they did to, uh, look what they did to Julian Assange. Look what they did to all of the whistleblowers. You know, ah, stupid tranny. It doesn't matter. The Bradley Manning, whatever it is now, they, it doesn't matter. The, uh, the whistleblower in the United States was like, hey, look, war crimes, you guys. Uh, this is, this is, uh. Not good. And then, you know, of course, he was charged and treated as a traitor and so on for releasing national secrets. But should we be keeping national secrets that are, are horrible, like we're, we're mass murdering civilians and, and committing crimes? Should not the people of the country know that? And then it's up to them to decide if we're okay with this or not. You don't get to just unilaterally decide to commit kinds of, you know, insane crimes in our name, on our behalf, by the way. You don't get to just do that. And then when we say, wait a minute, what did you do in the name of this country? You know, meaning me and my tax money and our sons and daughters we sent to fight for your cause? Oh, never mind. You're not allowed to know about that. <laughs> really? Big wheel. That's, that's a new, that's new. That's an interesting way of thinking about it. I don't, I don't, I don't get a say. I don't get to know. Not only am I funding these crimes, I'm participating in them. You made me the criminal. You made us the criminals. You made us go do the killing. And you used our tax money to do it. And when we, and when we you know, people try to, exp- oh, now we're the bad guys for exposing what you've done. Sure thing. Sure thing, homie. And that's why they don't, they don't like this. They don't like things, you know, the things that I say, people like me, people like Alex Jones, they don't, they don't listen to that. They don't like that. And that's why the First Amendment has got to go. And they're here, here they come. Here they come. It doesn't matter if you don't like what he says or what anyone says. You, you, you can't, you cannot cross that line because if you lose that, you're not, you're not free anymore. It's over. It's, it's, you're somewhere else. You're deciding, you, you've entered into a paradigm where it's okay for people to decide who gets to talk and who doesn't. And that is, that is, um, you know, the, these, these lefties, commies, they, they, ow, they compare everything to like, you know, stage five, holocaust or something. If you're, unless you're being thrown into a fucking uh, firing squad, yeah, it's not a tyrannical government. Like, how do you think you get there, dude? This is this is like fighting fighting with these Im- Im- imbeciles, and I mean the dumbest of the dumb, infuriating. Bl- and it's a testament to everyone's patience and courage uh, out there. Um, I, I, many, as many of the communists that you have not killed already, just out of sheer, you know, the the the, the very. Nature of their existence is insulting to you as a person. It's insulting to your intelligence to even have to sit here and, and watch them say and do these things. So pat yourselves on the back for that one. <laughs> they're, they, they are not able to grasp it. They don't grasp the concept. It's, it's like, hey, don't do heroin. Why? Because you could become, a, you will very likely become addicted to heroin and die of a heroin overdose 
as so many other people. Oh, look at this guy. This guy thinks if I just do a little bit of heroin, I'm going to be fucking Kurt Cobain. A little bit of heroin and a lot of heroin is the same amount of bad heroin, which is more than zero. More than zero heroin is bad. Not good for you. Very likely to spiral into a fucking disaster that destroys your life. Do not do heroin. Do not attack free speech. Do not start throwing people in jail and penalizing them and trying to lock them up and shutting people up because you don't like what they're saying. It's just a little hit now. Just a one little bump this time. We'll see where you're at in a year. When we're, when we're looking for you in flop houses with cardboard and garbage bags on the windows full of people shooting up dirty needles all the time. <laughs> you Oh, it won't happen to you? Oh, it won't happen to you because you're special. You're a special communist. That wasn't real heroin. Real heroin has never been tried before. If I do the heroin, it will be okay. I will do real heroin. Give me a fucking break, these people. You're too stupid. You're too fucking childish and stupid to have an opinion. You shouldn't be allowed to have one. You should be sold to sit down and shut the fuck up until you learn how to grow up and act like an adult and take responsibility for yourself and your lives and do something, contribute something to the fucking society in which we lived and generations of people have died for. Put something in the fire, a stick, a branch, anything. Find a rock. Help us do at least a little bit of anything before you start criticizing every single other person around doing everything they can to keep that fire alive. You're, you're going to sit there and absorb the warmth of it and enjoy the comfort of it and cook your food over it, but then you're also going to criticize and attack the people trying to keep it going at the same time. You don't get to talk, and someone should smack the dick right out of your commie filthy mouth. I, I can't do it, and I don't want it to be mean. I don't think anyone, any of the Dagalon people should do it either because you probably have monkeypox, and then you'll get infected. Everyone will get infected with monkeypox. So, or rubber gloves, maybe, or a, a large stick. I don't know. But it's really, uh, it's absolutely out of control, these people. Hank Bangor. In Maine. He says, hey, Rage, glad to see you on. Did you catch Blackfield's Pat concert? I haven't been able to watch anything from anybody, honestly, man. I've been, I'm so sunburned. I'm on my bike all day. A lot of the day, Sunday. And uh, I got burned up good. I've been going to the gym a lot now, and I'm doing this stuff and trying to, I don't have time. I honestly don't. I played like two hours of video games this week. I'm like, that's a lot for me. That's <laughs> But I have to, or I'll go crazy. You got to do something. Um, <laughs> Lika One Eye says, "Did you see Tr uh, Trump squeal about it? He said nothing when his supporters were being railroaded." That's true. That's another good point, right? Those guys are still running away in jail, um, and he didn't really. I mean, what was there to lose? He'd already lost the election, right? Maybe his lawyers told him to do it. I don't know. But I mean, yeah, these people essentially showed up uh, in support of him and um, the very obvious coup that just went on. And he was like, oh, no, leave him in jail. Like he was still the president at the time, right? He could have pardoned them or something. 
I bet he's wishing he'd put Hillary in jail now. Bet he's wishing. And here, here's another thing. Th this is another thing these fucking idiots don't understand. You've now uh, made it okay. And, and part of the new normal to use the state uh, justice system to attack your political enemies, like in a tin pot dictatorship, like in a banana republic. That's what we're doing now because like, like no one is special and no one is immune. No one can do just a little bit of heroin. Not even the United States. And now they've got a tyranny problem. They've got an out of control uh, wing of their um, of their political class that thinks they can just do whatever they want and go as far as they want. So when the needle swings back the other way, and unless they plan on imposing martial law or World War III or something equally crazy to prevent an election from going forward, even in the Second World War, I think they had elections. When, not if, when the other side regains power, they will they will use all of it to crush you. Okay, the FBI is going to be door knocking everybody in Antifa. <laughs> You're going to be going to camps. Do you understand the escalation you just created? You went from you went from playing a board, a friendly game to words, and now you know hands are being exchanged. And um, you pull, and the other side, the other guys pull out a knife while you have a gun. Do you, do you see where I'm going? The escalation ensures a confrontation of violence, and I don't, I don't see it any any other way. They don't want to compromise. They don't want to talk. They don't want to understand. They just want you gone. They just want you gone, or in jail humiliated is good, uh, bankrupted, destroyed. They, they want to utterly destroy you, everything you believe in, everything you care about. That We're not the same. We're not the same. We're not, you know, brother and sister citizens. This isn't a family disagreement. There, there are the, uh, you know, pro-human, decent people alive on the earth, and then there's everybody else that works for the enemy, which would rather live in this nightmare, and they think, you know, kissing the boots and just doing my job that somehow is going to protect you in the long run. It's not. In fact, you're dooming yourself by doing so. Not fighting is death. To not resist is to die. Every single person that doesn't help is helping the enemy just by, just by not getting involved, not participating, not going to say anything. Look how much has been accomplished by just, just a few, a small group of people. Look how much just, uh, you know, Alex Jones has done, for example. I'm sorry I keep going back to him, but, but, you know, just certain people, someone like Ryan Dawson, again, like people that I find and go, oh my God, the information you're giving me has literally changed my life. These small group, look how much has been achieved by them. And what could we do with twice this many people dedicated as much as, as what we have? What about five times as many? How about 10 times as many? What would happen then? It would be unstoppable. It would be impossible. That is, that's why the, the, the center and the core of the mission has to be to alert as many people as possible that not only educating on who educating them on who the British are, but telling them that they are coming and they mean to kill you. That's the job. You can't we can't stop them from coming. All right, everyone's trying to avoid how do we stop? You can't, dude. This this cannot be stopped. This confrontation is coming. They will go all the way. They will try everything that they can. 
It can't be stopped. What it can be done is opposed. It can be challenged and fought every step of the way. You can have an NFL, you know, running back charging to the, charging across an end zone, uh, charging to the end zone across a field full of children. But if enough children have grabbed onto this guy, he's not gonna. Eventually, it's too many. Ki- it's just too much. Death by a thousand cuts, as it were, and so on. The many can overwhelm the few, no matter how well-armed, no matter what their technological advantages, no matter what. It's been done a million times. That's why it's imperative that, that people, you know, they do something and try to do something. Sitting around and complaining is, is not enough. You need to get other people on board. And, and so when this does happen, when the inevitable uh, confrontation does take place, you don't have, you know, a network of 50 people, you have the whole city behind you. Everybody's, everybody knows. Millions of people are on, on board. Like, you know what I mean? That's, that's going to be a problem. And that is proliferating at a rate that they can't stand. They can't tolerate. So that's why they're going after these people. That's why they're censoring people. That's why they're attacking their political enemies. This is it. This is for all the marbles they are going for it right now. They got a couple of years to seal the deal here, and that's that's what they're going for. There's going to be new laws, and I bet you this, when this war kicks off with the Chinese, and it will, uh, and the Russians, it will be illegal to say that you're opposed to it because it's wartime. War Measures Act, Emergency Measures Act, it's World War III. Do you understand what that means? Drafts. <laughs> you glad you supported the current thing? You glad you got your booster shots? Well, you're eligible to be drafted into the military. Isn't that great? And anyone that's uh, fighting this nonsense, because this is a part of the plan, will be called a traitor and you'll be cri- it'll be criminalized and you will be thrown in jail. It'll be illegal to say this stuff under the auspices and the guise of, well, the War Measures Act. And it'll never go away. It'll be here forever. Just like during the First World War when they brought in income tax. Well, it's only temporary. It's just until we beat the Kaiser. Or the Patriot Act after 9-11 was temporary. It was just to defeat the terrorists until the terrorists were gone. That's all over. But the Patriot Act remains. In fact, it's worse than ever. They only increase state power. It never decreases. They always create examples and in, in, uh, crises. And reasons for why they have to expand state power and why it's in your, it, you have to be safe. They have to be safe. And isn't that, isn't that a lovely way they've done it? They've created the, the, the generation, an entire world of the weakest, most feckless, impotent, petulant children that are afraid to get wet. They can't be misgendered. They can't be dead named. They, they can't be offended. They can't see that flag on the street. Oh, make the internet man go away. They're the most easily frightened people the most easily intimidated, bullied, pushed around people in the history of people. And when people are scared and bullied and and worried, they will do what they're told. You have a a, a civilization of slaves, of slave people. They're afraid of everything. They can't even say the right or the wrong words at work. They'll get fired. But they're going to stand up to the state, pushing them around and enslaving them and their children and so on. 
No, they're not. They're not going to oppose anything. They can have all their boomer memes and tough talk and all the nonsense they want to do. But if you don't have the guts to put your your money where your mouth is, that's that's what it means, kid. Put your money where your mouth is. Oh, I would say something, but I'd lose my job. Then your job and your money is more important to you. And in the end, you will have neither anyway. You're trading temporary comfort now for permanent doom in the future. You'd rather not go through a difficult time now and pretend you're going to hide under some sheets, hide under some a pile of coats, <laughs> and hope the Chinese don't kill you. That's your plan? Appeasement is hoping the alligator eats you last, Winston Churchill. You don't have, it's coming to eat you. You must fight. That is the only chance. If you don't fight, you will die. If you fight, you might die, but you might not. Those are your options. Which is the best one? Quite, you know, quite an easy one to choose, you would think. But again, we've got the weakest, most cowardly people that have ever lived. And when you've got weak, cowardly people, what happens? They scare easy. You can scare them with anything. At least with 9-11, I mean, my God. That was quite a, uh, that was quite a situation, I'm telling you, as somebody that lived through that. This time, they just, they showed you some videos from China and uh, made everybody put paper on their face and play like, um, you know, the Macarena with all these different things you had to do. You got to do the hand sanitizer and then you got to do the six feet apart. You got the sticks and the mask. Hey, it's a COVID. You know, that's what we did. They were making TikTok videos the whole time. They were, they were so easy to frighten. They didn't even really have to be frightened. We just, they just kind of went, woo. that was it. And everyone, oh, okay, take all of, take, take total control of our destiny. Do it. Take total control. Cause I saw, I saw a scary graphic on TV and it was playing some music. And there's, there's nurses dancing on TikTok. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all in. I'm all in. Give me the experimental poison from pharmaceutical companies where the animals all died in clinical trials. They couldn't get it to human trials. That's why it's experimental. They couldn't put it in people because the animals they put it through in that phase up to getting to human clinical trials, they all died. So they couldn't get, human, they couldn't get any human data. Well, lucky for you, you're such a charitable and you know, hospitable person. You've, you've helped. You're helping the pharmaceutical companies get their test products and their, their testing data that they, they oh, so they want so badly. Because trust big pharma. Trust mainstream media. Because they always tell the truth, haven't they? Yep. The same ones. Rage against the machine becomes rage for the machine. You sellout punk bitch losers. Pathetic. Isn't a strong enough word for people like that. You know why they were anti-Bush and anti-war and all that stuff back then? Because it was cool to do it back then. It was. It was cool to be anti-establishment. Now it's not. Now there's consequences. Do you know what the consequences were to being anti-George Bush? Nothing. And actually, uh, you, you may get rich off of it. John Stewart certainly didn't do too badly. If you remember The Daily Show, every late night, everybody, every Saturday Night Live, Will Ferrell, 
Will Ferrell helped make his career on mocking the president of the United States. Okay? It was popular to do. It was mainstream to do. Not anymore. Now that entire system that you want to please so badly for your fucking ego and your paycheck, if you dare criticize you know, the sacred tree that is whatever they say it is, they will end you. So put your money where your mouth is. Your mouth is here, but I see your wallet is all the way over there in Ted Turner's pocket. So don't really believe you. Don't really think you're serious. Garbage. Colbert Report. Yeah, all of them, right? It was popular to go after the Clintons, too, when when they were in. But then things uh, started to change a little bit around the Obama years. And then, of course, it became very popular to attack uh, the president when, you know, Trump was in there. A lot of rewards, a lot of money in it. Maybe you get your own TV show, but not now. You see how they can just choose. They tell you when it's okay and when it's not. There's a double standard everywhere. These people are okay to kill, but not those ones over there. We want to send money to these people in that war, but not those people over there. You get, you get instructions. You become instructed when you turn on your television, when you, when you open your, your iPad or your phone or your laptop and you go to the mainstream media site. And, and they own it all. They own the holy grail of the whole thing. They own the whole thing. The website I pulled this from. It's the six corporations that own almost all the media. And this was in 2016. Sumner Redstone. That's not his real name. He had it changed because he's some insane Jewish billionaire who thinks his name is Sumner Redstone. I mean, they're just black entertainment television. Do you want it? That's the name. George Floyd, Black Lives Matter. You want to see who owns BET? It's this guy. This old, this old piece of shit whose net worth is $4.6 billion. He owns BET. He owns Black Entertainment Television. He also owns MTV, all the music videos your kids are seeing, Nickelodeon, Nick Cartoons, Nickelodeon Cartoons. He owns owns Spike TV. He owns the teen Nickelodeon channel, Showtime, uh, Pay-Per-View, Viacom, Paramount Home Distribution, the film studio Paramount. He owns all of that too. CBS Television Distribution. This is just one guy, by the way. BET Jams, BET Soul. He really loves black people, doesn't he? He certainly does. He certainly does. I'm sure he does. CBS Sports. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh, right. Of course, they own the pocket books. He owns Simon and Schuster. He decides what gets put in books. This guy can. He owns GameSpot, the, uh, inter- all, all of the video game world. So you see the wokeness coming through. Why? It's all, it's everywhere. Because the same six people that have committed to enslaving you with the wokeness, with the mind virus of communist Marxist ideology, all of the same guys are pushing it to you through every means available to them, which is every, they own everything. They own all of this stuff. That was just one guy, 24-7 sports, uh, CNET downloads, CNET, oh, he owns, I didn't know he owns that. TV guide. So he's got the, and now, now we've got Bob Iger over at Disney. Oh, man, Bobby, Disney, oh, Disney's only just for, well, he makes $44.9 million a year. Again, this is old information. A&E, ABC, all of the ESPN, the History Channel, Lucasfilm, Marvel Studios, uh, the Military History Channel, of course, all of the Walt Disney uh, productions, Vice Media. I got in with somebody on Twitter the other day, like, why? 
this vice media journalist went to a, uh, a the CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference in America. They was ridiculed and lo- laughed at and you know chased out of the building because she's a fraud and a liar. That's what they do. And she thinks she's the good guy for sticking up for him. She works for Bob Iger's $45 million a year salary who owns all of this and makes sure that his companies spew garbage to millions of children every hour of every day. And she works for him. And these people go up and, that poor woman's just doing her job. She's doing her job all right as a prostitute, as a slut, a slut for the biggest motherfuckers in the planet. She would get down on her knees and suck his dick if it was in it for... If it was her career in it for her, absolutely. I'm supposed to feel bad? I'm supposed to feel bad for this whore, this sellout, this loser, this person that's going to lie and defame and slander good people, American patriots and so on, And for, for this guy. I'm supposed to choose this over people I know personally and served with in the military? No. I'm not going to, because she's attacking them. She works for him. Fuck those people. I don't care. You're international Marxist scum. You're the enemy. And to me, you're not even a human being. If I saw them dead in the street, I'd just walk over it like roadkill. I would just move my bike out of the way. It's another dead raccoon. Don't care. Not even slowing down. Horrible. What else? They, what else is he on? Did I miss anything? Anything good? Oh, right, a lot of print as well. Oh, look at all the comic books he owns. Let's get all those kids. Oh, Icon. I've seen that logo before. Oh my goodness. Oh, who's this? Jeff Bukes, the CEO of Time Warner, thirty-two million dollars. What does he own? All of the CNN network, the entire thing: CNN, CNN International, Castle Rock Entertainment. Adult Swim, Cinemax On Demand, HBO, he probably owns a lot of porn channels, I bet you. HBO, Hulu, Turner, Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers Studios, TNT, TBS, New Line Cinema, HBO Sports. We got all the sports covered. All these same three guys. What else we got here? We got Time Life, Life Magazine, Time Magazine, DC Comics. He's got all of those. There's another bunch of big dame uh, uh, video game studios he owns as well. Investments all over the place. Oh, he's got his hands everywhere. Good for him. Time Warner Cable, he owns that. Who is this? Brian L. Roberts from Comcast. $40 million a year. 40.8. Not bad. Not, he's getting there. All Every CNN, MSNBC, NBC, CNBC, NBC Sports. Illumination, Entertainment, Movies 24, Hulu, the Major League Baseball Network, the NHL Network, Sci-Fi, Universal Studios, Universal Pictures, the Universal Channel, on and on, DreamWorks, DreamWorks Studios, uh, Inquirer TV, does that probably include the National Inquirer? (laughs) One piece prize, CNBC World. Oh, good. And these are just some other of his side projects here. You can take a look at that if you'd like. I really don't want a lot, you know. Who's this? Oh, and Rupert Murdoch. Who could forget? All of Fox News, all of Fox Television, Fox Prime, Fox Classics, National Geographic, uh, National, all of the different offshoots. The Junior, the kids version. Good. We got that on there. Made sure. Some more sports networks in here. That's good. We covered a little bit of that earlier. All Again, the media, the financial news, HarperCollins Publishing, Wall Street Journal, New York Post. Uh, again, all of these companies and everything that they own, this is still only five or six guys. And then the, and then you've got the, uh, the Sony executive here at the bottom. Uh, Kazuo Hiroi! He's only making $5 million, uh, annual salary. He's not a big fish at all. He owns, a, he owns a, some things there. But, you know, you, could, you might say uh, there's something going on. 
And is and in, in that environment, when you've got five guys that own everything that you see and hear and listen to on, on the run of a daily basis, is it any surprise to you that you, this is what's on your Hi, news I'm every day? Hi, I'm Fox San Antonio's Jessica Headley. And I'm Ryan Wolf. Our, our greatest, greatest responsibility, responsibility is, is to, to serve, serve our, our Treasure Valley communities. The El Paso, Las Cruces communities. Eastern Iowa communities. Mid-Michigan communities. We are extremely proud of the quality, balanced journalism that CBS4 News produces. But we are concerned about trouble and trying to be responsible. One-sided news stories plaguing our country. Plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish the same fake stories without checking facts first. Oh. The sharing of biased and false, false news has, has become, become all too common, common on, on social, social media. media. More alarming, some media this is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 This is extremely dangerous to your democracy. They're a fucking liar. They're a bunch of liars. You get paid to lie. You get paid to lie and lie for who? You get paid to lie for the worst people that have ever lived. The fattest, richest fat cats, the biggest murderers, pedophiles, war criminals, war profiteers, bankers that decide which countries live and die. Millions at their fingertips, lives, billions of dollars, millions of lives. That's who you lie for. You lie for the king and his castle. And I'm supposed to respect you? I'd rather watch you catch fire. As a legacy media has been conquered, compromised by Marxist ideology to a certain extent since as long as I can remember, and I have been alive for more than five decades. It's been a slow creep crawl, but they are going into a sprint and a run here. Chief Dogmas has ordered my Daglon hoodie, patches, and flag. Does it come with free ceases agents? It does. They fuel me. 
These people drive me nuts. It, it really, I just hold it in. I just hold it in and wait until I'm ready to go full Alex Jones. <laughs> Michael the Conqueror, how are you doing, sir? He says, Big Red, get your voices ready. My credit card has room for damage tonight. All right, I'll, 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 I'll try. I'll, I'll get, get a cycle through with you. You rock, buddy. Thank you for doing what you do. God bless Canada. God bless you, Michael. Thank you very much. Leonidas says, Bolsheviks took power. King Nicholas said, I'm surrounded by cowards. Cowards. That is, dude. We are of one mind and diagonal, aren't we? I was thinking about that earlier today, and I wanted to make a comparison. You know what? They didn't really have the mainstream media, uh, and it wasn't really as important to control the masses back in those days because people, the, the kind of, it, it was, was it 1912, something like that? When was the restaurant? 19, um, was it 1918 they killed him? 1919? Something like that. Rasputin was essentially the mainstream media. That There, there is a force, an entity, an evil uh, presence that exists um, to take advantage of you like a parasite, to feed on you, to use you, to use you as its fuel, to consume you, and then use that energy and that fuel to drive itself up to new heights of power and control. That's what Rasputin was to the Russian people, but the, the Russian royalty, the royal family that he subverted and infiltrated and, you know, they tried killing him, but he was, didn't want to die, that guy. <laughs> Eventually, supposedly, he did. Um, you know, but now um, the power lies with the masses, which can go either way uh, because of, you know, mainstream media, uh, uh, mass media um, proliferation. Everybody's got a TV, everybody's got a phone, a radio. And if you can control what these people see and hear, you control what they believe. If you control what they believe, you control reality itself because reality is whatever we manifest it to be. Whatever we want reality to be, it be. That's why you must guard your thoughts and your feelings very tight, very closely. When your mind starts to shift and go to a bad place, or start, you have to stop it right there in its tracks. You have to take control of your own mind and your soul and your heart. Like you're, you're the section commander, the platoon commander, whatever. You, this is, this is one of your guys, and he's wandering off script. He's going down. He's going down a bad way. You got to get a hold of that guy before it gets worse. Get him back in line. Because when you think these things, you, you will act upon them. Whenever you're thinking a lot and spending a lot of time and mental energy uh, uh, thinking about you're giving it energy and you're giving it legitimacy. Conversely, if you spend your time trying to think about th solutions, things you can do to make uh, things better, make yourself better, make the people around you better, your environment better, how do I improve my chances, my odds work a little bit every day on something so that tomorrow I'm in a better position than I was yesterday. If that's what you're thinking about doing all the time, you will start to put your energy into those things rather than wallowing in despair and, and pain and misery because what can you do about those things? You can't. And you'll turn to things like uh, alcoholism and drugs and all kinds of shit like that to medicate and, and try to um, you know, placate the pain that you're feeling from ruminating in, in bad thoughts and a bad situation and so on. There's a difference between acknowledging um, the predicament or the situation that you're in and, and sitting down in it and living there and being uh, having your buck broken and being defeated. And that, that's something that I, I you know, I learned um, or tried to learn from really impressive dudes, special forces guys. I mean, you could you can shoot, you can blast these guys, you know, their hand off and they'll be like, OK, now I'm fighting with one hand. Now I have to fight this way. And then they'll just carry on. 
They're, they're that mentally dialed in. It's not, they're not born that way. This takes work. This takes pain. This takes, you know, like forging a sword in a fire. You put it in fire and melt it and beat the shit out of it. And then when you're done, you have this impressive weapon. And that's what you have to do with your mind. And you got to practice that. It's not something you could just do. You have to deny yourself um, urges to do dumb things, to eat garbage, junk food, to, you know, not clean this or do that. Little things like this. And that's, you know, Peterson was right about that. Let's give him that. Right? You need momentum. You have to start, you have to you work towards something. You can't just wake up tomorrow and, you know, save the world. You can't. You have to start where you live, where you are right now. And if you're letting these people influence your mind this much, you don't, your mind isn't yours anymore. It belongs to them. It belongs to the giant head. The giant head will decide what your future is to be. No. No. You can manifest your own reality by deciding what you want to do and then figuring out how you're going to do it. It's that easy. That's that simple. I didn't say it did not easy. I didn't say it was easy. It is that simple. Like, how do I get to the top of that mountain? Well, you take your feet, you put one foot in front of the other, and you go up until you get there. Oh, that sounds easy. Oh, it's not. It's Mount Kilimanjaro. Many have died trying to get there. <laughs> but that's how you do it. Um, anyway, Leonidas says, we have psychopaths that will do anything for money. Opportunists. Absolutely. Anderson Paladin says, I'm not racist, but these fish people need to fuck off. I'm a human supremacist. If they're not human, they got to go. Robots, fish people, Roombas, all of it. It's all got to die. I have no time for any of it. It's all got to die. All of it. Humans are nothing. Humans or nothing. We're not, we're not, I'm not, no human hybrids, no half pig people, no foxkin. No, I identify as a fairy furry that dresses up like a Star Fox 64 characters and fucks strange men in a parking lot behind a Comic-Con. No, we don't, nope, none of, none of that. No, that's all, get rid of all of that. It's all gone. (laughs) We're going, we're going back, we're going back to sanity, okay? I don't care what you want to do. It's where we go. Uh, Sergeant Rock says the East will attack because we have weak commie leaders. We gave away our guns to Ukraine. We're broke now. And the best part of our armed forces want out over the job. The West is a shit show. Yeah. Do you think they did mandatory vaccination campaigns and all this stuff that crippled their economies, cost them trillions of dollars and uh, doomed a generation? Do you think they did that in China? And Russia, China's got a bad economic situation with its uh, uh, banks are in trouble with um, mortgage lending and so on. But. There, there, there's mutual beneficial, uh, beneficial. It's a mutually beneficial situation for uh, the elites on both sides to to fight this war because it'll bail them out of the problem, um, by design or not. It's uh, it's a way out and it's worked in the past. There's no reason to think they won't do it again. And all signs point to we're already past the point of departure on that one. And uh, we've we're in we're in rough shape. NWO Pickley says, apparently, uh, because of how much monkeypox is spreading, they likely don't use condoms in San Francisco. <laughs> or that's probably, yeah. I mean, who has time for that when you're homeless? <laughs> NWO Pickley says, to be fair, in many places, heroin is replaced by fentanyl. Same, same thing. Same thing. Don't, don't get into that stuff. Blams says, useful idiots never realize they're the useful idiots until it's their turn in front of the firing squad. Even then, even then, they would blame us somehow. Commies only survive by ridding themselves of the revolutionaries they created to seize power. They always do, they always have, and they will do it again. Uh, Mr. Chow says communism is disease of the mind due to a lack of lead in the brain. (laughs) Patton was right. 
Patton was right. Amber Button says, my bank likes to block any super chats I send on this site. Bullshit. Apparently the FBI raided Trump's place. Anyway, keep up the good work. We did. Yeah, we yelled about that a little bit earlier. I'm sweating from it. I'm turning. Turning. <laughs> I'm turning. I'm turning. I'm just turning them. I mean, my God. Um. NWO Pickle says, no one can do heroin unless your name is Biden. Exactly. It's totally fine if you're, again, the right kind of person. If you're the person they want to be left alone, then, uh, you know, you're protected. It's hilarious to me that they think it's a system of, like, it's fair. <laughs> like, it really is funny to me. That they really do believe that this whole thing is just uh, fair. That it's, that it's honest. That it's like, well, you know, people vote for who they want, and that person's in charge, and that that's it. That there isn't there isn't billions of dollars working, you know, around the clock, special interest groups and lobbyists to make sure that the right people get into the right places so that their bottom lines and profit margins continue to go in the right direction. So they continue uh moving their their cults in the right direction. You're not a free person. You're a you're a you're a you're a property. Your city, your country doesn't belong to you. Belongs to people in the, you know, the International Monetary Fund and the Bank for the International Settlements. That's who it belongs to. Belongs to the richest people in the world. They can decide whatever they want and they can collectively make anything happen. Whatever they want to have happen. They're like, hey, let's have a pandemic. So they did. Hey, let's have a world war. So they do. That's that's quite the uh, that's that's quite a lot of power. Phillips disciples says even during the Civil War they had an election. That's true. That's right. You're right. They'll they won't this time. They'll start a war, which they already have by by sending her to Taiwan, and uh, and and funding the the Ukraine, starting the war with the Russians, which they did for eight ten years beforehand. Puppet governments killing Ukrainian citizens in Eastern Ukraine. Ethnic Russians, they're doing everything they can, and uh, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised. And they'll say, oh, well, it's unprecedented, it's like war, like you can't do that. They're, they're consistently, constantly, always, all the time doing something that has either never been done before, is so extreme, there's, it's unprecedented, or it's so rare, it's, you know. They're, they're, they're the radical and extreme people. They're, they're consistently moving the, uh, the window of what's acceptable, what's not insane to do, further and further back to the back of the closet. And you know it's at the back of the closet. Once they get to the end, it's internment camps, it's show trials, it's uh, you know people getting disappeared and black bagged and stuff like that. And having your property seized. People just, police just come to your house. You're under arrest. You did something. I got a secret warrant here. You're bad. You're a suspected Russian agent. World War Three. you're a Russian agent. No one is going to ask any questions. None of your neighbors are going to say shit. None of your elected officials are going to say a fucking thing. They will round you up. Oh, yeah, he was on some chat room. The Chinese maybe were involved. Look what they did with me in this stupid Dagalon stuff already. You think there's a real world war? They're not going to take full exam- full advantage of that? Anyone they don't like will be associated with the enemy in the existential crisis, the war that we're fighting against our supposed enemies, and they'll use it to get rid of you. So, once that gets going, we're really in trouble then. It's really going to be a scary time. I don't know how much, I don't know how much longer I'm going to keep doing this, to be honest with you. At some stage, you got to grab the, uh, you know, 
Grab the women and the kids and get the fuck out of Dodge, you know? But until then, I was watching uh, Tofu TV and Greg Wycliffe earlier. Uh, thanks a lot, guys. You guys are very nice to me. Until, until then, James Top is still marching and I am still streaming. <laughs> Man on the Mountain says there is no limit to the amount of good you can do if you don't care who gets the credit. Great quote, Ronald Reagan. DJ Coggill, Sumner Rothstein. All right, that's what he changed his name to. Died in 2020, just so you know. Oh, is he dead now? Finally, good. Uh, but yes, he essentially created what's considered black culture. Good for him. An old billionaire Jewish man created black culture. Because you're strong, you're strong, you know. Um. <laughs> Jeez. Pilot Mike says, got my job back, but $2,000 down to the lawyer today. 4700 to go. That's peanuts. Is that it? I pay that a month. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I pay between five and ten thousand dollars a month in legal fees. It's fucking crazy. They're they're going. They're they're just. This is across the board. It's not even just me. Anybody who's anybody who's making an attempt, you're getting uh, dealt with, one way or another. They're coming after you, or multiple ways. They'll find reasons to lock you up. They'll use lawfare against you, bankrupt you, demoralize you, intimidate you, threaten you. That's what they'll do. You'll sell your house. You'll fucking, you know. They have access to all your, you know, your devices and so on. So once they see you Googling how much you can get for a kidney, then they'll know they've almost got you. Anyway, uh, thanks, Mike. He says, I appreciate it because you guys are keeping the lights on here for me. He says, here's enough for a quarter tank of gas. I can get, uh, that's more like half a tank. I think about 30 bucks will fill it. Um, I only get about, I maybe get 400 kilometers out of a tank, maybe 350. I'll stop in for a visit next time. I'm through that way. Death to Stalin. Cheers to all the biggest. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Mr. Mike. Thank you. He's my favorite pilot. I think he's the only one. I know. I know. Actually, I know a lot of people with pilot licenses and commercial pilots now. Someone should be able to fly me out of this country. Yeah, come on, guys. Come on. The Carpenter Chris, he says, it's getting harder to go to work these days. I just want to stay home and bury a school bus. No kidding, man. I know how you feel. Um, thank you, brother. Michael, the Conquerors of this community has helped me change my mindset on self-improvement, setting physical strength and fitness goals. I had started a light routine. I have to thank you and your viewers for the inspiration. God bless you, Morgan and the Dagelon family. Good to hear. That's great news, Michael, the Conqueror. That's what you got to do. Everything starts from nothing, right? Even the, uh, even the greatest fortresses, fortresses that man has ever devised started with a guy's idea. It started with somebody looking at a hill the right way going, I got an idea. <laughs> I've, I think I want to do this. There was nothing and then it became something. Always, it all starts in here and in here. And if you don't have these locked up tight to where you bend these to your will, your mind and your and your your heart, your soul. This belongs to you. You control it and you decide what you're going to do with it and nobody else. Until you do that, you're, you know, you're letting these these this giant talking head tell you how to feel about things, tell you what to think, what's okay, what's not okay. Um, are you even you? I mean, think about it seriously. If you go your whole life just doing what you thought the herd was doing, because, you know, it was what television said. This is what's popular. This is what all the people are doing. This is what everybody thinks about everything. Um, I saw Derek give this to somebody on, I can't remember who it was on Twitter or something. Um, said, give me one. 
Give me one opinion that you have that is contrary to the mainstream media. And you know what? They never have one. Why don't they have one? Because they're too afraid to do it. Because they're cowards. And it's by design we've created them that way. We've created people to, to think, to value belonging to the herd. Above all else, we have, this is the, I've said it so many times, this is the age of narcissism. The age of narcissism, and in, in this age and time, the, the highest currency is, is social acceptance and social clout. Oh, he says it was to Rachel Gilmore. Yeah, that's right. She didn't respond, obviously. And she didn't respond to my, uh, my lengthy response to her either because she has no journalistic integrity to even respond to me with a follow-up question or an, nothing. An acknowledgement of the time I took out of my fucking day to answer her stupid fucking questions that are easily explainable, easily, re- and she just didn't bother. But oh well, that's fine. I published them for all of you and thousands, 10,000, 15, 20,000 people to see, which they did. So, you know, fill your boots. They don't have another opinion. They have whatever the television told them was the opinion. And they don't see it. If you take the same person, one of them is uh, constantly on their phone and on the television, on the laptop, and just constantly consuming media, which is brainwashing, and one that doesn't at all, you will have two completely different human beings. Now, sit on that, commies. What kind of person would you even be? What could have been? You late 20s to late 40s, somethings, nothings. Failure to launch losers. Your biggest accomplishments are your Reddit upvotes. (laughs) <laughs> the wars on Twitter you could have you, who knows what you could have been and what you could have done and you allowed yourself to be played like this and to be utilized like, like toilet paper to be swallowed up in this giant machine just so you could be part of it I'm on the team you think, you think Sumner Redstone gives a fuck you don't even matter You literally don't matter to anyone. Any of the people you think you're working for, any of the people above you, as soon as you outlive your usefulness or as soon as it's convenient to do so, you'll be ignored, cast away, discarded like trash, and no one has ever, no one even cares, no one even knows most of your names. Anonymous internet people. And so not only did you fight on the wrong side, of this existential battle for the soul of humanity. You did it for nothing. You did it for nothing. There's no statue. There's no pension. There's nothing. Oh, I did it so I could bash the fish. Tell you, keep telling yourself that. Keep telling yourself that you're doing it for some kind of, you know, something you believe in. What do you believe again? All right, whatever the television told you that fuck it, that it was. And that's why when you question them and confront them about these things, There's nothing there. Do you know why there's nothing there? Because the TV isn't there to back them up. And when, and how do they argue with you? How do they, how how do they sit there and, and fight you with the horsepower of their brain? They don't. They send you links to something that somebody else said, because that's the only way they know how to defend themselves. Pointing to somebody else. Daddy. uh, I found an article. I found it. They, They can't think for themselves. They can't articulate any kind of a fucking argument. 
They don't know anything about history. They don't know who any of these people are. They don't know any, any of where the money's coming from, where it's going. They don't know anything. They just know the 60 minutes of which 20 minutes was news, 45 minutes was advertising, and most of it's advertising, some of it's subliminal brainwashing in the mainstream media that they consume every single day. That's what they know. They know talking points. They know catchphrases. They know focus-tested, ad-tested you know, terms to say to you. Well, he's a Russian agent. All right. Is that what they told you to say from the CIA? Oh, Dark Brandon. Is this what you're going with now? Nice. Nice. There's no one there. They're a hologram. They're an avatar. They're an extension of the giant head. You can just, bunk knock it right over. It takes very little effort. I got into it with fucking, remember Kenny versus Spenny? <laughs> Stupid fucking TV show. Spenny thought he was real smart. Thought he was a real smart guy. He lasted about three seconds and then blocked me and ran away to go cyber bully some women instead and and tell some fart jokes. I mean, is this what we're up against? Really? Oh, well, the TV agrees with me, so I I have have, uh, the maximum amount of Dunning-Kruger effect you can imagine. If you don't know what that is, the Dunning-Kruger effect, um, basically consider, look at it like a graph like this. And along um, this way is confidence and, and in this way is knowledge. So the people that don't know anything or very little to nothing, they're up here in confidence. They're like, I fucking, they think they're, they think they know what's going on. You ever talk to a 19 or 20 year old kid? That, essentially. They think they know all kinds of shit. They have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. But then if you have the courage to actually learn and investigate, you will, you'll find that your confidence starts to go down. As your knowledge increases, your confidence decreases along with it to the point where you get to this valley where you don't feel like you know anything and you feel like a retard. Um, you know, and <laughs> but then it starts to come back. Then, then your confidence will increase as you get to towards the end of the, uh, you know, you, you start to see this, the light of day a little bit and kind of start to figure out where you are in the forest of shit that these maniacs have created for us. And then you read, then you can reach a point where, you know, that's what is considered someone who's an expert, who knows a lot about the subject, spent a lot of time working with it, hands-on experience and so on, and has been doing it very well for a long time. Uh, they're not just talking out of their ass. They're not just making shit up. That's the end. That's the other end of the scale. So it goes whoop. And up here, you got people that know nothing and think they know everything. And oh, and over here, you have the people that do actually know a lot and are confident in what they what they're saying because they know that it's true. That's where the confidence comes from because it's been tested. It's been proven. It's you know. I'm very confident in my ability to teach people how to shoot because I did it for years. I could teach. I I did. Teenagers, 17-year-old kids, 18-year-old kids. Hello, 18-year-old child. I just want you, this was my job at a time. Hello, 18-year-old children. Um, put on these night vision goggles. We're going outside in the rain at nighttime to shoot machine guns and grenade launchers all over the fucking place. You know, live rounds. Try not to shoot any of each other in the back, especially not me, and so on. Okay? And I would be in charge of this whole fucking thing. Guess how many people got shot? Zero. Zero many. Very confident in my ability to control that environment. And I know what I'm talking about because it was my job to do it for many years. And you would get assessments and people were good at it or not. Like a sport. If I'm playing basketball and I'm never able to sink a basket, I'm probably not very good at basketball. My job is to train kids to do a job and they end up doing it quite well. I'm like, well, there you go. Job complete.
Alex Woods says, I fell asleep on my sofa listening to you screaming. Are you losing your power over me, or am I just getting old? Uh, both. Probably both. <laughs> Filthy, you're getting too comfortable. That's what's going on. Uh, yeah, I was just doing my job. That's right. <laughs> Filthy Weasel, how you doing, brother? He says, I'm late and can't stay. Drank a full can of Black Phillip. Ooh, you're a brave man. The 12% uh, beer, you know the one. I'm not... I am not right in the head this evening. <laughs> we'll have to catch this cast tomorrow. Some measly Weasley dollars for you and your unending efforts. Cheers and death is all. Thank you very much, Mr. Weasel. Appreciate it. Making gains. Uh, it says, will my cable machine arrive before the apocalypse? Your cable machine. You mean like one of these? I hope so. Those are great. He says, uh, Trump just won the 2024 elections. Americans don't put up with this type of stuff. <laughs> It's not looking good down there. Jimmy Tooth. Hey, it's Jimmy Tooth. Trumple Stiltskin's castle gets raided. Do we care? He is the father of the vaccine. Again, as, as well, right? The problem is the, the, his base and most of right-wing America sees this as an attack on them, and it is. And um, it's an escalation. Here we go. CRJ, thank you very much, man. I appreciate your, well, you're competing with Chris now. <laughs> Two people are paying all my bills now. Uh, he says, for the kidney legal fund. Uh, no, Philip, not for you. But don't sweat the BS, mind Führer. We will never, we will never capitulate. Well, we don't have a choice. So, uh, Lika, uh, thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. Uh, he says, I don't, Lika one eye says, I don't know, man. Uh, night vision and machine guns in the forest sounds like a really cool weekend at 40. <laughs> It's le- it's cool when you're doing it for the first time when you're you know thirty you're a thirty year old uh, you know range safety officer it's a little <laughs> you know and I'm like that guy was literally drunk like f- just four hours ago I saw him I saw him stumble in here he was wasted at six in the morning he was up all night drinking walking around with a machine gun right now so I'm like yeah well you know that's why we that's why we have wills at work you know there there's accidents things things can go wrong <laughs> but hey i just before just 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 get this out of the way before i you know continue it could be worse guys it can always be worse you could be living in uh and i saw the ryan dawson cruise uh people you know triangulon we're talking about this there's a gang of monkeys running around in japan attacking people um vigilante humans had to hunt down and execute the gang leader this is, this is real. This is a real story. In Japan, marauding maroks, or macaques, sorry. I think that's how they're, what they're called. A marauding macaque monkey. A running amok. For close to one month, a mob of Japanese monkeys uh, has terrorized the city, biting and scratching residents. The monkeys haven't just attacked people in the streets. They've also learned how to open sliding doors and climb into windows. So they're doing home invasions. Monkeys are, you're just minding your own business, and monkeys are climbing into your fucking house, attacking you. This is, so, you know. Ah! Are, they carbon ta- Are monkeys climbing into your house and attacking you? Could be worse. <laughs> I know, I hate to say it. I'm just, it's funny. It's funny. It makes me feel better that, like, no matter what we're dealing with, at least you're not Japanese, you're fighting monkeys in the streets. The monkeys haven't just attacked people in the streets. They've also learned... Oh, they, in one incident, a monkey broke into a kindergarten, a kindergarten classroom and jumped on a four-year-old girl. In another incident, a monkey climbed through a window and supposedly tried to steal a baby. I heard crying coming from the ground floor, so I hurried down. The father told Japanese newspaper, then I saw the monkey hunching over my child. I can't, we can't do Planet of the Apes and everything else, guys. I'm sorry. 
we'll do the World War Three and the financial collapse and the food scarcity. But we're not doing Planet of the Apes on top of everything else. Are you kidding me? Japan, what is wrong? Is Japan the most cursed place in the world? They've got, you know, tidal waves, nuclear meltdowns, atom bombs, Godzilla, and now monkeys are stealing children out of homes. Everybody wants to talk about how base Japan is. You know why? Because Japanese men have to fight for their survival every day of their lives. If the ocean's not trying to kill them, it's, you know, nuclear power or earthquakes, or gangs of monkeys, or America's nuking their cities, all right? So, it's probably why. <laughs> and their their politicians are getting shot in the street with homemade shotguns anyway. You know? Something to think about. Broken Pipe uh, says, did I read this already? No, I did not. The unvaccinated in Canada are becoming the victims of Marxist denunciation rallies uh, by the government bought and paid, uh, bought and, bought and paid for legacy media. Evil at Trump. It's the same thing. Um, this one's particularly disgusting. Uh, Police on Guard posted this a little while ago. A recent decision by the Alberta's Queen Bench ruled that a transplant recipient must have a vaccine before receiving a life-saving organ transplant. So, in and this is the precedent they've set in Alberta. Could be followed elsewhere. It's case law now. You're you're now. Subhuman. You're now the Untermensch. There is a two-tier society. Why are they even still protesting? Because we live in a two-tier society. We're having some heroin. We're having a little bit too much heroin, guy. Because some people are worthy of organ transplants to save their lives and others are not because they didn't support the current thing. Do you understand? This is Nuremberg. Oh, and you're attacking free speech and private firearm ownership at the same time and bankrupting the country and collectivizing farms! That, I, there's a word for that. It reminds me of something. There's just some kind of old, you know, I don't know where it's coming from. There is, it's at the tip of my tongue. I'm like, that's what it is. That's, that's what it is, Phil. I, I knew it, Phil. It's okay. We'll just do this now. Red October is ready for mission, comrade. Death to America! This is different. And when we do heroin, it's the real kind of heroin. That was never real heroin was never tried before. We're just segregating a society based upon policies that aren't based in science and totally on discrimination against who complies with the current thing and who doesn't, thusly separating our society into the desirables and the non-desirables, and then in which time we can choose to punish them through our medical systems, our banking systems, our policing and justice systems, and if we have to, at the end of the day, if they still won't comply, we'll just round them all up and we'll put them in a fucking camp! Why the fuck not? It'll never happen here. I'm 
a special little boy. If you like to gamble, I tell you how you land. You win some, lose some, and do the same to me. The pleasure is to blame. Make no difference what you say. We had to upgrade. We had to upgrade in the war. But we did bring Colbert with us. The, uh, the family is here. And the framed photo of uh, our, our beloved son Colbert rests behind me there, behind my war medals. N.W. Pickler says there have been more monkey home invasions than Liberal Party members' home invasions. Is that good or bad? That's the way I like it, baby. I don't want to live forever. And don't forget the Joker. Amon Al-Zawahiri says, Whitey needs to stop trying to kill me. I ain't ever dying. RFK Jr. only came back to life once, but me, six times. <laughs> six times, motherfucker. Yeah, you can't kill Amon. He's invincible. We've killed him how many times now? This guy just he just doesn't know when to quit. He's too legit to quit. Lost a hug. Says, uh, Trudy is asking for you to give him your guns. Such a shame he didn't ask you uh, for your bullets. Everyone is eager to give them their bullets. Uh, Godzilla Unchained. It says, damn, BBC MN ran to HNMNHJHDJMNC. Um, and just more gibberish. So, um, and this is Job K. He may be having a stroke. He may be. It, this could be a call for help. Um, send a thousand dollar super chat if Cesis is abducting you. <laughs> um, hopefully he's not having a stroke, but uh, you never know. You never know. Or, or maybe the cat. I feel like the cat could be. This is a copy and paste gone wrong. It looks like some of these should be emoji. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there, but uh, we'll check in. We'll see how Godzilla Unchained is doing well um, before we move on from the more of the media company stuff later. Um, but you go, you get woke and you go broke. This is the thing. There is a, there is a, there is always a peak. They always want to go higher. Some mountains uh, only go so high. There is always an end. There's always, cause this is a finite material world. There is no end or mountain top that you can, that you can, it's endless to, to work on yourself, self-improvement and try to be a bigger, stronger, uh, more powerful person, you know, force for good in the world. That's forever. There's only so much money you can make because there's only so much, there's only so many things you can own because the world we live in is finite. And it turns out the appetite for woke content has uh, reached its limit. And, of course, entertainment companies have started to dump woke content as viewership tumbles. Get woke, go broke. Everybody knows it. They, they can the Batgirl movie. $70 million. Bye-bye. Out the window. Never coming back. And, uh, you know, you, you promote stuff like this. Parents don't like it. Families don't like it. They know what the show is. They know what's going on. They know the play. They're not going to go along with it. And they're not going to give you their money. 
And that's what they really care about, is the money. Let's be honest. Do you think Sumner Redstone really gives a shit about black people? Sumner Rothstein, sorry. Mr. Rothstein got involved in the black culture community because nobody else had monetized it yet. That's why. He doesn't try to help black people. He wants to squeeze them like fruit into his glass to drink. How is black America doing, by the way? Good? You guys, y'all doing good down there? How's that uh, culture working out for you? Hey, let's teach all of our sons and, and you know, our, our, uh, the men of the side. You can be a, a gang-banging, drug-dealing piece of shit, and you can be rich and famous. You could be Jay-Z. Yeah, that's who we're going to make famous in America, in black America. Jay-Z. Not Thomas Sowell. Jay-Z. Not a veteran and a statesman and a patriot and, an, you know, not, not David Goggins. Not an esteemed warrior, perhaps the toughest man that has ever lived. Jay-Z! We want, we want Jay-Z. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Rothstein. It doesn't have anything to do with it. I'm not black. I don't care. Not, I'm just pointing it out. If I were, I'd be pretty upset about that. I'd feel very condescended to, talked down to. You know? Taking advantage of, and so on. Um, and uh, this is great, you know, great news. Honestly, I mean, this confrontation it has to happen. It's never going to not happen. So you've reached the point of no return. Now, the people of the United Kingdom, for the cost of living, um, the, the bills, the, the money printing, you've, the same thing that's going on here. Uh, allegedly, up to 75,000 people in the United Kingdom have just decided they're not going to pay bills anymore starting October 1st. Uh, just not going to pay. And uh, honestly, this is a pretty decent strategy. They can't... If everyone just stopped buying things for five days, if no one bought anything for five days, it would fucking destroy... It would bring corporate America to its knees. Because they have operating costs and overhead costs. They need to make so much money uh, versus so much money going out for, you know, such, you know, uh, for a certain time period. Five straight days of no income would literally bankrupt. They can't handle it. They need your consent. They require your consent and your participation in the system. So why are you buying their products and buying their garbage and their filth and their poison and their lies? Why are you giving them your hard-earned money to hurt you, to poison you? They don't deserve to have a business. Fuck these people. And if a bunch of people, oh, the company goes under, these people lose the jobs. Fuck them. They work for the bad guys anyway. You want to make an You want to make an omelet? Fuck them. Fuck them. I don't care about Vice Magazine. I don't care about that dumb, stunned, cunt, bitch reporter at CPAC. The only one with a mask on. <laughs> looking, to, looking to write a, a, a gotcha article. I don't give a fuck if she goes down to the homeless encampment. She chose her spot. 
She picked where she wanted to live in the world, and it's not on our side. It's not over here with the decent people. She wants to grovel at the feet of the Empire and lick the boots of the Emperor. That's what she wants to do. She wants to make money. She wants to be a movie star. I want to have my own news show. I want to be a big, important news lady. I'm a journalist. I'm a. You're a fucking whore. You're a prostitute. And not just the women. All of them. All the men. Anderson Cooper. Don Lennon. The whole fucking thing is disgusting. It's beyond disgusting. You killed millions of people. You think I didn't think about it? You think I don't still think about it? If there's meat cooking a certain way, it makes me sick for a minute. I'm kind of over it now, but not entirely. Because once upon a time... Uh, on a on a uh, an operation I was on, I was approaching an area and it re- I was hungry. I smelled meat cooking. What was cooking around the corner was a destroyed, you know, burned out, half on fire technical with human bodies cooking in it. So I was smelling the human meat being cooked. And why did that happen? Well, that happened because you fucking people lied. None of that needed to hit. None of that needed to happen. None of it. None of it. And now you're all, oh, but we're really telling the truth about Corona and it's safe and effective and trusted science and trust Bill Gates. And trust. Well, we don't know who was on the customer. We're not going to get the customer list for all Mr. Epstein, are we? Where could that be? We'll never see it. We do know who went there 5, 10, 20, 30 times. Who really knows? What's Bill Gates? The guy you keep having on TV to tell everyone how safe and effective it is. Well, you really, you really just have to do what I say. You know, in between me, you know, uh, fucking children on Epstein Island. Island and so on, which is right next door to the Aga Khan Island. The Prime Minister of Canada loved to go there, hop, skip, and jump away from Little St. James, but I digress. Mr. Gates loved it there. Couldn't matter. It, you know, he loved it so much, his wife and him, they had to divorce over it, actually. And once the revelations of his association and, re- and, 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 you know, his friendship with Mr. Epstein came to the forefront, you're befollowing and kissing the boots of an establishment which places a known associate of the most prolific human sex trafficking operation in the history of humankind. He's up there rubbing shoulders with him, hanging out with him, after he was already convicted of this. He already was convicted of being a child sex trafficker. And that's who Bill Gates hangs out with. And you, 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 what even are you? You disgusting breed. You're like a mistake. If God ever made a mistake, it was you. You repulsive, vile, monstrous existence of a thing. This is who you defend. You defend that and you attack me. And you attack my friends and the people I care about and the things I care about and the culture and the history and the fucking things that make this place be what it is and held it together and sustain it for hundreds of years. You're going to be, well, because the giant head in the sky. Yeah, well, the giant head in the sky is a fucking child molester. So there's, there's that. Oh, but, but I'm sorry, but, 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 you know, but please. How, tell me how small pee-pee makes you upset. Tell me about the honking. Was the honking really, was that really too much? Was it too much for you to hear the honking? Really? 
Yeah, did you, do you hear phantom honks? I hear phantom screams sometimes. Sometimes when children are playing and having, you know, joyful screams, a friend of mine told me the exact same thing once, and I almost went, oh, my God. Gives me the sweats and makes me nervous and uncomfortable and sick sometimes because they sound very, when children are playing and screaming and making noises, sounds very similar to the noises that they, they make when they're not playing and not having fun, when they're, like, dying or being uh, raped by grown men, for example. Something else I got to enjoy thanks to the fucking lies peddled by you psychopaths. I don't think people are taking the media seriously anymore. I hope you all get cancer and fucking die, to be honest with you. I hate every single one of you. I don't give a fuck at all. At all. You're expendable. Every single one of you. The entire... If you could take from the right of arc to the left of arc every mainstream media organization, roll it up into a ball, douse that on gasoline, set that some bitch on fire, throw it in the air, and that Mark McGuire hit that bitch into the fucking sun, it would be the best thing that ever happened to this planet. Is that clear? Is that, is that clear? Is my position on the media clear? <laughs> Leak one eye says the only vague similarity. Oh, my shirt moved around and now I'm all sunburned itchy. Whoa! Uh, the only vague similarity the current system has to the USSR is the methods. None of this woke ideology would fly there. Not back then, but this is what they've infected us with to destroy ourselves. Trucker Rob says the irony is that jammed people cannot uh, donate organs, but they can only receive them. <laughs> Bullshit. Oh, good. David6969 says, my 10-month-old squeaked and started laughing when you played the Russian national anthem. I don't get why people don't want to have kids. Because they're... Some people... It's not for everybody. But um, there's a difference between people that are like, it's not for me, and like, abort nine-month-old baby. Abort abort everything. You know, there is no such thing. It's just a parasite feeding off a human... Like, you know... Like, women that are proud of how many abortions they've had. Like, there's a different... There's people that just don't want kids, and then there's, there's people that hate life and hate anything good because they themselves are infected and possessed by evil. They're, they're, they're uh, gone bad. You know? It's like moldy fruit. It's gone bad. It's no good. There's, there's, it, they're not good inside. And that's reflected by their actions in the world and the things that they do. And a lot of them are, they're doing really gross things and that, because they're really gross people. Michael the Conqueror says, I'd like to loan you a nice therapeutic pinball machine for six months. You'll never experience something so unbelievably soothing and zen. Because that's a total lie. Don't break my machine! <laughs> so seriously though, I think you'd love it. It's a rare a Transformers and I'm going to use it in my fundraisers. Well, don't donate to me. Use it to fundraise for yourself. Um, I got all the, you know, between, uh, between these video games and Philip's Coke problem here and, uh, you know, what Morgan and I get up to, I've got all the entertainment I need. <laughs> Dude. The stream's a little bit behind. I'm waiting to see if she's going to yell from upstairs. Yeah, she's probably mad at me. <laughs> love you Slumadian Slumadian says my kids are so mad that I just smashed the TV and cut the internet cord had to fight a nine year old clutching a butcher knife <laughs> you're doing them a favor um, that's something else I wanted to do this is an idea I had I don't have one right now because 
I don't care. I don't watch a lot of television. And I know, I know probably you guys don't watch a lot either. I watch some shows and things time to time. That's not what I mean. Television is... Um, when I say kill the television, and this was like kind of the old, you know, when I first started on the internet trying to like figure out how to do this. <laughs> um, that was kind of the, one of the slogans. Kill your television. Kill your TV because it's evil. Going back, it was 2016 or 2017, whenever it was I started doing this. It's, um, it's, it's more of a characterization of the whole thing. All those companies I showed you, all, all of that, that, that mess, that web of corporate um, greed. It's just money. It's none, none of it exists for your benefit, for, for, to help, to heal, to, to, to build, create, uh, you know, inspire. It, it doesn't do any of those things. At, they can say they do, and they can have that on the surface or in the middle, but at its core, at the foundation, if you took, in other words, if you removed this, making money as it, it doesn't it's not going to happen it will it will never it exists for that purpose that is the heart and soul of what you know th this is what this enemy is it's a materialistic world built upon wealth and what is wealth wealth is power money is power wealth is power that's what it desires above all else more money is more power it desires power it doesn't want uh love it doesn't want progress it doesn't want to see people do better it doesn't want to see you know uh, civilizations reach new heights and, and new levels of enlightenment and advancement it wants money and power so it can do to you whatever the fuck it wants it's an evil fucking force so if you can take the money out of something and it goes away well what 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 was it really in the first place would any of these people still be... Do I mean, you got to make money and do your jobs. That's not what I mean. Why do you think they made BET? Sumner Redstone can... You know, oh, rest in peace. He's fucking probably on fire. I hope he is. Do you think he would have made BET if he would lose money? What if he only lost $10 million a year? Do you think he could afford to? And, he would, and they would say, why are, you, why are you dumping money into something that... You know, I was like, well, because I want to give these people jobs and I believe in it and it's something that I'm, I'm passionate about. And if I lose money doing it, I don't care. It's, it's something I care about. So I'm willing to, that's not what happened. It's always, the mo it's always about money. And that's who they, that's who they protect. And that's what they, you know, they, they cherish and we have to make sure it's okay. We got to make sure the money's doing good. Um, so that's the television that, that main, it's a, it's a lie. It's, it's a, it's a, it's all fake. So here's what here's what I'm uh, here's what I'm proposing as a as a community uh, you know activity. A lot of people have old TVs, old screens, an old, an old iPad, an old phone, an old uh, computer monitor, an old television, whatever it is. Here's what here's what I want to do. I'm gonna I'll find a flag or something. Why is this up so high? Anyway, what are you doing? Oh, it's hot. It's hot up there, baby. Um, I'll get a I'll I'll, I'll I don't know. I'll uh, sign a flag. I'll put some of my, I, I don't know what, what do you want to do? I'll give you something. We'll do something. We'll have a winner. Uh, you know, you'll, you'll get the title of a television you know, assassin. Whoever has, whoever makes the best video safely, whatever creative way that you would like that you can think of to send this piece of shit to its fucking hellish grave where it belongs symbolically. In a message of, I'm not listening to you anymore. 
I'm done. I grew up with you. You were always there in my house, in my life, in my mind, in my ear, or the ones around me, the loved ones, and you fucking lied to me. You lied to them. You caused these fucking wars to happen. You allowed them to happen. You've divided and destroyed our society, and all these problems we have now are because of you! Are because of you! Because of your lies! Families are fighting against each other. Businesses are closing down. People's educations are destroyed. The fucking suicide rate is higher than it's ever been in history. Deaths of despair, addiction, overdose, violent crime. Every, every negative aspect that you could possibly imagine is, is skyrocketing. And in no small part, thanks to you, big giant head, big TV. So let's do that. Go take whatever you got. It's not, you're not using it, not laying around. Go blast that thing, blow it up, set it on fire safely. Whatever you, put a fucking, put your fist through it. Take a sledgehammer to it. It'll feel good. A hammer. Be creative with it. Put a little costume on it. Have a little skit where you're like, you know, offering it a cigarette. And then you just start beating it to death like a POW, you know, like a Band of Brothers or something. You know, it could be fun. It could be a fun game. So do that. Do that. It'll be fun. If it's something you want to do, and you know, put the hashtag in it or something. Kill your, kill your TV, kill your television, tag me in it, and send it to me. And uh, the best ones, the best one, um, I'll, 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 get you something, I'll get you something nice, something special. Because that's where, that's where it really has to, that, that, that's how they get us all. That's how they get all these people. They need to be ripped away from that umbilical cord, that safety net of their, of, of this, this, this grotesque carnival, this circus of, of lies. Fuck the TV. Fuck the people that work on the TV. All of it. How's that for message? We're not listening anymore. We don't care. We know you're liars. You're lying. We know you're lying. You know that we know that you're lying. And you know that we know that you know that we know that you're lying. Everybody knows. The dog knows that you're lying. And yet you still lie. So if nothing else, it'll be a fun, you know, community uh, morale building event. And I, th- I think that's something that people really need to think about. I mean, really, what are, what are we, what the fuck are we doing? We sat here and we listened to these assholes and all they do is they jingle some keys, they play a little scary music and everybody sits around, they huddle around the TV to see what's going on. Turn the news on, what's going on? No matter what it is, even in this day and age. I even did it when this Corona shit first happened because I wanted to see what they were saying. Have some courage. I don't care. Oh, did you do this on TV? Everything they say is a lie. I don't care. I don't want to know. I don't give a shit. I don't care what they do. I'm living my life and I'm doing the things that I think I need to do or the things I want to do and I can pursue the things I want to pursue and so on. Uh, Irregardless of anything that that fucking lying box tells you or me or anybody else, I couldn't give less of a shit. So turn it off, unplug it, take it outside, put a bullet in its fucking head and go back to your life. You'll feel better about it. Unless, you know, maybe you use it to play your games or something. Maybe don't, you don't do that, but find a substitute. Cheap, you know. <laughs> you can get an old used TV for 10 bucks, 20 bucks sometimes, you know. It'll be fun. It'll be fun, guys. Hey, somebody, somebody suggested you could rope, you could hang the TV from a tree, mock hangings, you know, because that's who's got to go. That's destructive force of lies in our life has caused so many problems and it's divided everybody. We can't even talk to each other anymore because 
th- th- there's no common ground to start on. They've taken the neutral ground, the, the, the core central beliefs that all of us Americans, Canadians, British citizens, Australia, Europeans, and anybody around the world, fucking Japanese people, whatever it is, the common foundational principles that we understood and agreed upon that, well, no matter what happens, we have this together, right? This is what's keeping us together. They, they took that earth, they took that ground, and they salted it. They salted it and they poisoned it. They, they don't deserve respect. They don't deserve attention. They certainly don't deserve your support or money. Let them keep robbing people to keep CBC on the air. See how long it lasts. Because where it's driven by money, even the United States, they, they're now even abandoning... Uh, now CNN has, t- has, taken aim, has taken aim at the, the son of the president, Hunter Biden, and aired Roger, Wall- Roger Waters of Pink Floyd calling the president a war criminal. This would be unthinkable months ago. Yet here we are. And why is that? Because they go where the money is. And where's the money right now? Going out the window. And why is it going this way? Because the money is where the eyeballs and the clicks are, where the people believe what the people want, and the people don't want more lies. They don't want dark Brandon memes. So they're getting desperate, and uh, it turns out your, your, your commitment to communism can only go so far, can't it? Because it doesn't keep the lights on, does it? doesn't repay for any of that stuff. Pretty cheap. They're cheap. Their ideas are cheap. Their beliefs are cheap. Their people are cheap. It's all cheap. Uh, Jake Pally says, bet your ass, Big Red, if I was a millionaire, you'd be a billionaire. <laughs> Ozzy Cossacks still in jail for speaking a pedophile's name. And what do we see all around the world, the pedophile acceleration? It, it's... You want to dress up like a drag queen and whip your dick out and fucking dance around like a... Go ahead. Go to a nightclub. Go to a strip club. Go to one of these, you know seedy kind of in the dark places we don't talk about in society because they're gross but they're there go there you don't go to a fucking second grade classroom you don't go to the fucking library you don't go to a family barbecue so ask you know these people this Not like, why is there drag queen story time? Why do they need, why do they need the audience to be children? Why does there need to be children's drag queen story time? Why does there need to be drag queen, you know, performances in the churches? Why does there need to be, you know, as many gay pride dicks out, you know, orgies in the streets, men sucking each other off in front of little kids? Why? Why does it have to be in front of that specific audience? And if you question that, you will be banned, destroyed, deplatformed, sued, arrested, all the rest of the thing. I just saw it was American Congresswoman, Wendy Rogers said a similar thing, like complained that they're, they were teaching pole dancing. Yeah. Ooh, I lost it. They were teaching pole dancing to little kids. Did I lose the thing? Yeah, here it is. She said, stop the grooming. 
Pride event in Pennsylvania that reportedly taught children how to pole dance received a $10,000 grant. And of course, uh, tweet violated the Twitter rules about hateful conduct. So it's more important to protect the uh, perverts that need to teach children how to pole dance. That's more important. Uh, that, that needs to be protected rather than uh, pointing it out to anybody. Trucker Rob says, I hope they have non-lethal heart attacks. They're supposed to hurt. Non-lethal heart attacks? I it looks painful. I've never seen one take a heart attack, but I've... I, I, I mean, it, sounds, I, it sounds painful from the people I know that have had them. They described it afterwards. It's not a good, it's not a good time, it sounds. Uh, Godzilla Unchained is, is alive. It's, he's back. It's good to know. He says, sorry about that last incomprehensible message. Gang of <laughs> monkeys. Gang of monkeys momentarily took control of my phone. It's interesting to see what a 45 ACP bullet can do to a monkey leader's head. Death to the monkeys, human supremacy. Lost Dog says the higher the ESG score, the less people should uh, shop there. That is the, uh, I, oh, what is that acronym? It's basically, ESG is the ESG score. That's the wokeness. The more higher the ESG score, the more woke that it is. Um, vote with your dollars. And uh, starve these fucking people out. They'll, they'll go where the money is. They're greedy. They don't believe in any of this shit. They don't care. They were, they were paid to do this. Pay them not to by, by starving them out. Michael the Conqueror says, coconut oil. No joke. I'm half Scottish and half Irish. I solved the burn issue. Cover yourself with coconut oil ASAP. It's too late. It's been two days already. I'm already in the burn. So do not sit down on anything. Don't want ruins. <laughs> well, it's only on my upper body. Uh, towels are great. I'll allow the oil to soak in and reapply as many times before sleep as possible. Apply ASAP in the morning. Let me know. It works. Scottish and Irish. You, you suffer the same fate of being burned by the sun as I. Secular 007 says, well, here's a happy note. My birthday yesterday was peaceful. No ass hattery was afoot in the disconnect from social media. Awesome to get that peace again. Isn't it so? Remember those days? Karen S. K says Elvis had it right way back in the day when he shot his TV. Be like Elvis, you know, kill, kill it. It's horrible. Um, th th this, they've, they've successfully monetized our enslavement. It's, it's crazy. Sergeant Rock says, uh, True North is reporting the federal government. I've, I have that. I'll get that to you. Won't be, the ba budget won't be balanced until 2041, and the interest payments will be only $800 billion. That fuck up in Ottawa really sold this country down the toilet. Let's talk about that for a minute. Besides the fact that people just don't even want to go to work anymore. Federal employees balk at returning to offices. They just want to stay home in their, in, in their pajamas and do Zoom calls. <sighs> no. No. You get paid to do a job, and the job is in the office. Where it's always been. You're not taking a... Listen, you fucking slaves. This is one other thing. Now you don't even have your coworkers to spend time with. Lest, lest there be some rogue conversation that can't be monitored. Some rogue transmissions where people could just be sitting around having a conversation. At work, where you used to have your limited social interaction. So now they're going to take... Now they've even taken that away. Now you're just going to have your pod where you live or your family if you have one. And that's it. And all your outside input is going to come from one of these or one of these screens that they control. 
That's what they've done. Nobody wants to go to work anymore. They're just going to stay home. Employees complaining about risk of COVID. No, they're not complaining about a risk of COVID. They just don't want to go. They'd rather just stay home. They don't want to have to get in the car, drive to work, get dressed, be a professional, put in an effort. They don't want to do that. They want to sleep until 10 o'clock, roll out of bed in their underwear, do whatever the hell they want, half-ass it, do a Zoom call, move the mouse around every once an hour, pretend like they're still working when they're not working, fuck around, and then, uh, you know, okay, bye. That's what they want to keep doing. They want to keep doing the, the teleconferencing work. And now it's something like only 11% of people actually wanted to go back to work. So they've successfully brainwashed people into wanting that as well. And they're, they're so good at it. They're so good at their job, they've, they've bankrupted us entirely. And the budget won't be balanced <laughs> for 20-some years. I swear I... Yeah, there it is. Federal budget won't be balanced till 2041. Well, here's the, th- the the funny thing about that is they know they're not going to be here in 2041. Imagine having a job where you're like, maximum, you're going to be there in eight to 10 years, tops. And you're like, listen, in 30 years, <laughs> you're not going to be there. And they know it. They really believe they're going to win every election until 2041. And then if we just keep following their plan, they spent the farm, they bankrupted us and now we're ruined. And, um, this is only going to get worse. It's not, that's the number they're telling you. Basically, uh, the budget will never be, we're in a constant free fall deficit. They will continue to print money. Your buying power, your purchasing power, the cost of living will keep going up. Purchasing power will continue going down. The strain on your wallet will continue. The amount of things you can do, uh, without will have to increase. You'll have to cut things. You'll have to uh, skim here and pinch there. It's only going to keep getting worse because Tweedledee and Tweedledum over here, uh, think they know better than you. And why did they do it? They did it for the same reason that the, that, that whore at Vice Magazine did it. They did it because they're whores and the money wants them to do it and they do what the money tells them because it's all about me, 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 pension, paycheck, promotion, no thought given to the greater community, the collective, the civilization, uh, you know, the family, none of it. It's all self-centered. It's all about me. It's about money. It's about power. It's about narcissism. It's an evil force that they follow. They're not people. Warning from Canadian taxpayers is a uh, federation, the CTF, a taxpayer advocacy group known for exposing the dangers of high government spending and rapidly increasing debt. It says taking another two decades to balance the budget is too long and even that target won't be met. If interest rates tick up, which they will, they already have and they will continue, the economy doesn't grow every single year or politicians can't find the willpower to say no to new spending. They can't because if you say no to new spending, you don't get elected. And you have to tell the mouth-breathing idiots you're going to give them what they want. You have to keep giving out the apologies and the grants and the funding for BLM and, you know, re- reparations for this and money for that and money for Ukraine and money, for, but, but not, not for the actual Canadian. We're going to keep doing it. We're never going to say no. We're never going to, they're not going to stop spending, let alone make cuts. Are you kidding? You're going to make cuts? Ha! Then who's going to do that? The bad guy. What's going to happen? Another government's going to come in and make all these cuts? People go, boo, 
my job, we lost jobs. We had to lose jobs. Oh no, we're not gonna have enough social studies teachers. There's not enough funding for drag queen story time. Who's gonna teach the children about the, the wonderful future of a communist dystopia now that all these professors had to be fucking let go and their subsidies pulled and their grants deleted? Oh my goodness. No, no, we can't be doing that. So then that government goes down because, it, well, we want to bring all it back. It's a seesaw, you know, baton handing operation. You better believe the interest rates are going to go up. Oh, but Oh, boy. It says, when campaigning to be the prime minister, he initially said uh, he would run a few modest deficits. I remember this. Before, uh, for three years, then in the fourth year, the fourth year, the budget would be balanced. The government was set to miss that budget balance budget by twenty billion, even before the pandemic. Our our general, um, we we twenty billion, that's huge. Taxpayers have every right to be skeptical uh, that this government can exercise enough restraint to balance the books by twenty forty one. But they're not going to. They never plan to. It's just something they say. Now I got to figure out uh, where I want to go next. And, you know, this was something else I said. Remember that you had to, you know, do it so you don't get, uh, don't get COVID. So you don't get, well, now there's, uh, you know, Metrolinks. UP Express and Go Trains canceled Monday as a result of staffing shortages. Now they're running into the same thing in hospitals everywhere, everywhere. Tons of people are homesick now. What do you think that is? What do you think happened? Let's see. A bunch of people took an experimental drug and now they're all sick. I'm not sick. Are you sick? Anybody else? The people, hey Morgan, are you sick? She's not sick. We haven't been sick in years. But there's a lot of people that are sick and keep getting sick. And dropping dead and having heart attacks and so on. What could be the common variable here that would tie all these people together? It's probably Putin. I would imagine that's probably uh, the main reason. Uh, uh, and not, did I read this right? Anon Lassus, so can we bring charges to the Glowies for an insurrection on Mar-a-Lago? Probably not. We'll have to, we'll see what happens, what they find, what they don't find. They can't just make things up out of nowhere. So here's, here, here's, a, here's the thing. They can't just invent uh, evidence of a crime that doesn't exist. And uh, what they will do, though, is they will take something uh, either innocuous or really, really, really a reach. Like, say, the fucking War Measures Act for people honking horns and bouncy castles. They'll go really, really far out of their depth and, and, and you know, beyond the pale. That it is obvious to every adult person with a brain of how egregiously bad that was. Thusly... Um, becoming a force multiplier for everybody on the other side because anyone that was on the fence now sees it for what it is. People that were on the other team are going to be so disturbed by that that they will get cold feet about where this is going. 
And most importantly, it will light a fire under the asses and motivate the core foundational base of the other side once they see this kind of thing happening. So they think this is a win. They think this is going to be the end of Trump and the whole, oh, we're going to get him now. You've just guaranteed that this is going to just go into overdrive. And within minutes, I don't even know what's happened. This happened right before I sat down, within the hour before I... uh, you know, finish my, my preparations here to sit down. And there's already tons of celebrities, you know, uh, and, and, and um, you know, personalities, I suppose, in the uh, anti-bad guy sphere of, 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 of the internet of the world coming out in support of the former president saying this is completely over the line and insane. And uh, now they're just coming for everybody. You've made it, they made it obvious to everyone. And, and part of the challenge in getting people off the couch and getting them to participate and getting them to recognize and understand the danger is that it wasn't clearly obvious. It wasn't like that in 2000, 2005, and 2010 with the Bush regime. It was it was there, but it was only there if you had the courage to see it. And uh, I didn't like it, and I was anti those guys, and they said I was a liberal traitor. Didn't like the Obama government either. And then I was like, well, I'm just racist. And now, you know, I didn't like... It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're always going to be the bad guy because you're questioning the system. That's the real crime. And it's becoming full mask off, naked in the woods time here. It's going to be very, very difficult soon for the people that want to keep burying their heads in the sand and looking away and pretending this isn't happening, creating excuses for why it isn't. It's going to become harder and harder and harder. So these are not wins. This is not going to help them long term. <laughs> not at all. What are they going to... F- I mean, unless... We'll see. We'll see. It's, all it did was um, accelerate the inevitable confrontation. That's what it did. Donkey Dong. Nice. Congratulations, man. Good for you says we don't need more genders we need more rangers less drag queens more chuck norris's victor orban hungarian pm yeah he had that speech that was great that's that is what we need we don't need uh more attention we're spending an inst- this is we're talking about one tenth of a one percent of the population in the united states what when when is david goggins get a parade when is david goggins gonna get a, a, a you know uh his flag painted on the streets or raised in the air above military bases or, or elsewhere uh, as an example of what it means to be a dedicated, fearless, will go all the way to death to accomplish what is required kind of warrior, example, hero, beacon of America that he is. That, wait, when is that day ever going to happen? It won't because he's a beacon of strength and they destroy those things. And you better believe as he, if he was a white guy, he would have been canceled a long time ago. They're probably still trying to figure out how to deal with him. Just ignore him for as long as possible. You think, you think if James Topp, who's still marching, by the way, and as well, congratulations to him, he's you know, reached out and gotten a hold of Jocko Willink, who has agreed and encouraged him to come on his podcast soon. That'll, uh, that'll be nice to see. You think if James Topp, you know, back in the day was a, was a Muslim guy, would be getting treated the way that he is? How about if he was Sikh Indian? You think so? You think if James Topp was a brown guy with a turban on and a beard, great big beard, do you think he'd be treat, getting treated the way that he is by the media? You think? They wouldn't be nearly as hard on him. In fact, they'd probably just completely ignore him entirely. 
But his real crime is challenging the machine and saying there's something wrong with what we're being told by the giant head. No one crosses the giant head. No one. Secular 007 says we should drag those asshats back into their offices, fire them, and let them scream and shout about getting shit EI payments. I shouldn't even get that. Work or get fired. No EI. Go to hell. Because you, you know what? They, weren't giving, they don't want to give EI to unvaccinated people. You remember that? They're not people. They should be segregated from society. They should be barred from grocery stores. There's consequences and blah, blah, blah. Well, there's consequences to being a bootlicking fuck. Somebody that helps drag the wagon up the mountain to slave town. That's what you've been doing. And you've been supporting these, this criminal regime this whole time. And now that it's affecting you and you're, I don't want to go back. Too bad. You chose the comfort. You chose the easy way. You chose the current thing to support. Keep my job. My job. It's my job. And now look where it got you. And it's going to keep putting you in these positions. You're just going to keep choosing weakness and your position will always get weaker and more desperate. Legal One Eye says, hey now, remote work is real work, unlike sex work. This is is remotely, you know. I mean, government, people that are paid to go to government offices and work there, like, uh, you know, public health officials, elected officials, and so on, so that when people go to protest and try to get their fucking attention and say, hey, asshole, what are you doing to our fucking children? Well, they're not there because they work from home now. They have an office. They just don't go there. And they don't answer their emails. They don't answer their phones. They don't answer anything. They don't answer to anyone. They just do whatever they want because they're the pharaoh now. And if you go to where they live and demand an explanation, they will arrest you. That's not true. Happened to me. Happened to Morgan. Man on the Mountain says, I see Derek is posting. Really glad to see he is alive. <laughs> when I see him roll back in his chair last night, honestly, it looked like he was either having a seizure or CSIS, uh, snip sniped him through a window. He's, you know, he's old. <laughs> Just kidding, buddy. He was out in the sun all day, I guess. Uh, Secular 007 says, has anyone else noticed the uptick? I hate that word. And Amber alerts over the past couple of days. That's, dude, uh, I saw one the other day just on a lamppost. Somebody's kid, two, two-year-old, three-year-old, you know, baby boy named Dylan disappeared. 2020, family hasn't seen him in two years. I can't imagine. Who does something that, that horrible? And that's something else that's happening. And we don't talk about it. And there was no stop the presses. Someone's baby is missing. Because, well, there's not really clicks in that. Not a lot of money in that. Is it a famous baby? Is it an important baby? Is it like like the royal baby? Could it be like Justin Bieber's baby? No, it's just a regular person. Oh, yeah, no one cares. We don't care then. We don't care about that. Coming up next, the cases. We've got so many more. The case count is back. We've got more cases of people having no symptoms or feeling sick at all. We've got a flawed test that has given us more cases. And we're going to talk about it for 30 straight minutes on the news. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, tell me about the cases. I, wasn't, I, didn't, I don't give a shit about the missing baby. Tell, tell me about the fantasy world we're still living in. Some weekends in Tuesday says, I'm just here for the files uh, from Trump's estate. F- Bernie Farber told me you're holding on to them for Donald. Keep on. They're all, they're all right here. 
I'm gonna look out for him, you know. But I like it though, and I like I like this community. You guys are great. That's that's perfect, you know. Because like this is bullshit. This is fucked up. But a lot of people were like, "Well, he did a lot of shitty things too." Yes, he did, and that's important to do. And I'm, I'm proud of you guys for doing that. You can't just pick a team blindly. You have to always, you know, remember the history of what these people have done and, and what they continue to do. That being said, I like to continue the history of what we do here and what we like to do. And we cope whichever way that we can. And it's been a couple of years, but we're still here and uh, we're not going anywhere. And now we're going to take some TVs and we're going to murder them brutally. Those are going to be soundtracks, costumes, like whatever you guys want to do. Have fun with it. You want to show contempt for the, you know, that is the, that is the, sim, the single most obvious symbol of their power, I can imagine. There's one in every home, everywhere. There's people in trailer parks that can't afford their basic necessities, have a giant 80 fucking inch screen in their house. What does that tell you about their priorities? What does that tell you about what's going on in their head? It means they value that giant fucking screen more than their own lives and their own families. It's evil, it's run by evil, it runs on evil, and it has to die. Somebody got all mad on oh, one of my one of the stickers on my helmet has a six 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 on it. I'm like, oh my god, it's Satanism! It's a club sticker. The you know A B C D E F G. Ever see the A cab stickers? A C A B. All cops are bad. It's a it's a it's a coding system. A is one, B is two, C is three, etc. Six 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 is F F F. Friends and family forever is what that means. But uh, again, tell me again how I'm a. <laughs> I'm clearly, I, I drink baby blood on the, that's where that baby went. I kidnapped him and I've been drinking his blood this whole time. You, you got me. You got me. These people are dangerous criminals and they're part of an Illuminati cult. You should see the shit we put up with, man. <laughs> we, dude, we get talked about by some of these fucking boomer retards. And listen, I, I went to one of these, uh, Rode my bike down. It's like we're having one of these, uh, you know, these Chris- Christopher James Marcus Ray event. We're going to tell everybody about the plan. There's like 12 people there. Half of them look like they're on meth. One of them definitely was. One of them's been in a crazy house numerous times. Um, we, you know, Morgan and I are apparently, we're running a sex cult here. And um, <laughs> we're both in the Illuminati. That's why I put up the video where I'm like, I did the, the Freemason hidden hand thing and the shirt. You know, that's one of their little, you know, and she was covering the eye. And it's, I'm just mocking these people because they're idiots. But, you know, they're there for our amusement. Thank God they don't have uh, actual, you know, anyone takes them seriously at all. 
Unlike, you know, Queen Ramona, who's uh, still at large. Apparently, she's escaped the clutches. Philip let her out because he was getting bored, you know, so we're going to see what happens. He may have MK ultra her, so we don't know what's going to happen. Deanna01 says, uh, LMAO, we had a tornado warning here in Grand Cash here the other day. Alert on phones, even. No end to it. It just disappeared. Yeah, but not for anything. Uh, they do the Amber Alerts and stuff, right? But people don't want to do hard things. They really, really don't. Chris Jason, thank you very much, sir. He says, this is one big smoke screen. There's a lot of smoke screens going on. A lot of that going on. Man, dude, your your flag's in the mail. I hope it makes it the right address. I, I messaged you. I think it's the right one. Phil, is this the last one? Are we on the... Thank you. Thank you for being a, a goddamn champion and a good friend. Hopefully, it's going to the right place. Um. Whoa, she's foaming. She's foaming, boys. Holy shit! That was a close one. Oh no! Oh, it's a oh, it's a disaster, Phil. I knew it. Oh yeah, you're laughing now. Oh, it's so funny, is it? Now I need a towel, and I don't have one. So I'm just gonna use my pants that I'm wearing to just soak it up this way and save the chair. I'll just—it's fine. I have other pants, and the floor. Well, I, I can I can wash that later. Very funny, Phil. Very good. Shook my beer up. And nobody warned me. None of you guys warned me. It's terrible. Leo Ninda says, uh, can we focus on one part of Daglon? North Dakota is ripe uh, between uh, Kevin Crammed, Bolshevik, Burgum, Ray Holcomb, SOS from Daglon, North Dakota. Stop. Immigration now to North Dakota. Stop. Call governor at 701-328-2200. I would love to. I would love to live in North Dakota. I would be a great American. <laughs> I think so. I think I would do great. I would do great down there. Um, but unfortunately, I'm, I'm not. And I have to stay here until the ship goes underwater. But then I'll probably go to America after. Oh, it's all over my notepad. No. Phil? Phil? Not a big, not a big fan of what you've done. Now, what else do we got going on? Um, give me a moment. Talked about that. That is uh, oh right. This I will go take a, a quick uh, break here to take a leak. But uh, this is more of the more of the same. It was it was um, funny. It was amusing. The guy was a, a great comedian, but he was he was more than that. He was a cultural American icon. He was basically the Spenny of Kevin versus Spenny. I mean, he probably wishes. I imagine that George Carlin you know, rest his soul, is looking down going, I wish I could have been as brilliant as Kenny versus Penny. I really wish I could have changed lives and inspired people uh, the way that those people, those guys have. I really do. And, you know, and Blundell and the rest of them. I, I bet they're re he's really just like, I wish I could have been, you know, just, just, you know, had the heart and the courage that they have. I bet you that's what Georgie's thinking. Up there. He was one of the only people saying stuff like this. There wasn't many. And he had it figured out a long time ago. And I don't hold it against a lot of people. I try, I'm trying to be um, 
more understanding that way because there's a tendency for people, especially, especially, and there is just as many fucked up, idiotic, retarded, asshole, scumbag people on, on this side, on our side of whatever this is, as there is on the other one. Because 80% of people are just not great. You know, a lot of them are shit. Um, and they're just looking for something to do. And it's it it isn't really the, the the whole left and right thing isn't isn't really a thing. They can manipulate it and as much as they, as they want. As I said, Occupy Wall Street was a big thing. It was a popular thing. All the everybody was behind it. The anti-war stance. All everybody was behind that, and that was popular. That was and now where'd that go? All those same people are now Nazis. What? He knew back then. He knew exactly how it worked. You could see how exactly, probably because he worked in show business in Hollywood and saw how it saw how it went on and, and so on. But it's it's different when I was a kid watching and listening to this guy because it was entertainment. You don't really apply it to your life like you should because it, you don't really, it's coming from the screen, you know? But um, when this when he made this special, I think it was... 1999, 2000, around that time. It was before 9-11 maybe, or maybe it was maybe that year in 2001, around that time. About just exactly how this system works. There is not really a left, or there, there is not really any of this. You can apply these labels, but they're not totally accurate. There's the pro-human, pro-sanity, pro-goodness, faction of souls wandering the earth here and there's another one that is very much opposed again it's it's god is money narcissism power clout it you know and why do they want it so they can wield it why does somebody want a lot of power so they can use it who who wants that who really truly desires power over millions or or more people Uh, crazy crazy people do there's a difference between chasing it for the sake of it and uh, having to do things because it's your job. Those were the those are the people I was always very suspicious of. People when I joined the military that that were trying to get promoted. I always thought of it as like if you get promoted, it's because you should have been. Do your job the best you can for the right reasons, and if you know. If they want you to do, then that's, then, and I know guys that wouldn't want it. They'd be like, no, I don't want, I'm good here. I don't want to go any further than this. I like it where I'm at. But there, that's not the same as, as those who would do things so they would get promoted. They would pursue certain uh, courses and taskings and things, knowing that it would merit them a certain way on the merit board and put them in a certain window because that's their motivation. Their motivation is more power, uh, more social standing, more money, and so on. I didn't trust those people. I still don't. That's called a careerist. My career, my pension, my paycheck, my promotion. The number one core motivation of what that person does is is this. They look in the mirror every day and they go, it's me and you looking out for number one. That's who they are. And no one is safe. The police, the military, firefighting, the, the, anywhere, coal mining, uh, oil rigs, fishermen, fucking, there's always somebody who's doing things to get somewhere, to get something for themselves. And we now find ourselves under the under the boot of a mafia, an international criminal mafia. 
that has consolidated power quite a bit since the days of that uh, that Carlin made this uh, made this special. But generally, the principles are uh, the same. Check it out. Be right back. But there's a reason. There's a reason. There's a reason for this. There's a reason education sucks, and it's the same reason that it will never, ever, ever be fixed. It's never going to get any better. Don't look for it. Be happy with what you got. Because the owners of this country don't want that. I'm talking about the real owners now. The real owners, the big wealthy business interests that control things and make all the important decisions. Forget the politicians. The politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. They own everything. They own all the important land. They own and control the corporations. They've long since bought and paid for the Senate, the Congress, the state houses, the city halls. They got the judges in their back pockets. And they own all the big media companies, so they control just about all of the news and information you get to hear. They got you by the balls. They, they spend billions of dollars every year lobbying, lobbying to get what they want. Well, we know what they want. They want more for themselves and less for everybody else. But I'll tell you what they don't want. They don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't want well-informed, well-educated people capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. That doesn't help them. That's against their interest. That's right. They don't want people who are smart enough to sit around the kitchen table to figure out how badly they're getting fucked by a system that threw them overboard 30 fucking years ago. They don't want that. You know what they want? They want obedient workers. Obedient workers. People who are just smart enough to run the machines and do the paperwork and just dumb enough to passively accept all these increasingly shittier jobs with the lower pay, the longer hours, the reduced benefits, the end of overtime, and the vanishing pension that disappears the minute you go to collect it. And now they're coming for your social security money. They want your fucking retirement money. They want it back so they can give it to their criminal friends on Wall Street. And you know something? They'll get it. They'll get it all from you sooner or later because they own this fucking place. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. You and I are not in the big club. By the way, it's the same big club they use to beat you over the head with all day long when they tell you what to believe. All day long, beating you over the head in their media, telling you what to believe, what to think, and what to buy. The table is tilted, folks. The game is rigged. And nobody seems to notice. Nobody seems to care. Good, honest, hardworking people, white collar, blue collar, doesn't matter what color shirt you have on. Good, honest, hardworking people continue. These are people of modest means. Continue to elect these rich cocksuckers who don't give a fuck about them. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't care about you at all, at all, at all. Man, you know? And nobody seems to notice, nobody seems to care. That's what the owners count on, the fact that Americans will probably remain willfully ignorant of the big red, white, and blue dick that's being jammed up their assholes every day. Because the owners of this country know the truth. It's called the American dream, because you have to be asleep to believe it. Ain't that the truth? It's a scam. How do you think they got there? How do you think the people in power got where they are? Especially in Canada. You think our leader got there because of his ability? Because of his intellect? Because of his, his, his big soul? How about old Jimmy Dollywall? You think the same thing? 
Small, small pipi. Is it a meritocracy? Is it really? We're property in a system. And it's it's time to send it away. It's time to put it in the fucking ground. right now we're in kind of a neutral parallel existence for a long time we're doing our thing they're doing their thing we know they're ripping us off they know it's fucking us around but it was tolerable it was in a, it was in within the permitted dimensions but that greed and that lust for power has grown so much that a confrontation is now inevitable the tracks have now shifted to a collision course and we are either going to be enslaved, or they are going to be destroyed. Mechanics Hawaii says, this is how this thing works. For more beer, thank you very much, sir. And then Chris Jason, thank you again very much. It says Hansel 97, this is for you. Hansel 97. I don't know. Sergeant Rock says, did you hear Frank? James Franco is going to be playing Fidel Castro. Is a show? I wonder if Sock Boy will be the stunt double for the show. He does look like young Castro. Great casting, James Franco. And again, he's probably a probably a scumbag. Um, I've heard a lot of weird things, but Hollywood, you know, it's a uh, it's a bad place. I listened to a thing today. I can't remember why I ended up. It was just you know one of the weird holes you find yourself on the internet. I was listening to something on. This is how it started. I started with a, a suggestion somebody sent me. It was an interview with a, a retired JTF. Assaulter, but they're starting to reluctantly, you know, use the term operator. Every other, you know, the Americans call themselves operators. Special for, and then we have the CSOR, Canadian Special Operations Regiment. You know, I worked there briefly. Operators, but the assaulters, the JTF two, they were called assaulters since the nineties, and they were already like, no. Anyway, that's how it started. I was listening to him and his experiences, and that was cool. And then, uh, and then I think I, I know a couple guys that know him, so I was like, oh. and then eventually I find myself listening to the top. <laughs> the top song of each month for the past 15 years or something. It just came on, you know. And the last 10 years, 12 years, sound exactly the same. That's not normal. Culture has ended. Here's another way that you know, and I, I realized... I mean, some people say they all oh, realize this. When you realize something is when you not only think it and understand it, but then take it and apply it to your to your being, to your life. You're outwardly adopting this as as part of who you are. That's when you've realized something. You can think something. Like I knew there was something wrong with 9-11 and the army and stuff back in 2003, you know, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, But I didn't realize it 
until like 15, 16, 17. I was like, okay, it's, it's bad. It's, it, you know, it's, it's a real thing now. I got to get the fuck out of here. That's different. There's a difference between knowing about it and, and... It's all a product. Every, all, every song sounds the same. Every movie is similar. They've adopted this kind of... Say, it's a business model of making money. It's not art anymore. This is the days of the, you know the Jim Morrisons and the Kurt Cobains and the Jimi Hendrixes. They're not coming back. The, these industries, these controlling monopoly, these financial organizations that um, and they are important. Culture is the most important thing to keep hold of. It's not politics. Because politics follows the culture. You know how polit- you know how politicians work? They go where the mob wants them to go. They'll tell the mob what they want it to hear. When there's, you know, 10 people and eight of them really want, you know, something. You know how somebody gets elected? They tell the eight people, vote for me and I'll do what you want. I'll, I'll make that thing happen. Because they want that job. They want that, you know, clout, the social respect, the money, and the, you know, the big paycheck, and the podium, the suit, and the suck- secretary that sucks your dick that comes along with it. They want all of that. They can't wait for it. Right, smart pee So where is the real power? Is the power in the politics? No, it's in the culture. Because the people that can influence the culture can change the culture, can change people's perceptions of reality, change like what they believe about things, what they think. They think this today, they could think something tomorrow. And they, you have all over the place Agents, agents of this, changing the culture, changing perceptions, changing understandings, and, and changing the way that people feel and react and, and what's acceptable and what's not all the time. This is the war. This is the main war, and that is why they've spent so much money. Why do you think Samuel Rothstein invented and funded black entertainment television, man? Do you think it was because he really cared about black people? Or do you think he was trying to control, do you think he was trying to make some money Control the cult. The whole thing. Music, movies, all of it. It's all controlled by the same people. The CIA owns Hollywood. They own the Washington Post, man. $600 million contract from the CIA they got in, in 2014. You think that's an accident? And you, know who, you know what Amazon owns? The Washington Post. All of this power has been collectivized by... If all... The only thing that mattered was uh, railroads and electric companies, you know, like, like Monopoly, right? Water companies, power plants. Oh, I have all the power. Then why would they bother? Maybe there's money to be made, but th- th- this is very important to them. And anybody that tries to affect this in a radical way or change it is, is identified, targeted, cordoned off, squeezed out, and destroyed. Look what they did to Owen Benjamin. They'll do it to anybody. You play the game that they want or you're gone. Culture is the the primary driving force for what a people in a country is. And the politicians will reflect what the culture is because politicians are weak. Politicians, by and large, I mean, out of a, out of a thousand even, 
You might get one out of a thousand that is like a unique, interesting, an actual leader, a visionary, somebody that's got fucking ideas and knows how to bring people together, a leader, somebody that's capable. They're very rare. So 999 of them, they're just doing whatever is going to get them elected because they just want to wear the suits and stand there and say the things, blah, 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 blah. So the power is not in those people. It's getting the majority of the people to believe certain things. And if the majority, the vast majority, if 70, 80% of the country believed in things like national unity, believed in things like... uh, nationalism believed in our in our cultures and our traditions and our people in our history you wouldn't have these these dickless soulless monstrosities running the country that we have today they would never have made it in because they never would have gotten elected because 80 percent of the people would have told them to go fuck themselves so they needed to change the culture and they infiltrated the universities and the academics at first, to train the follow-on generation of Marxists who trained the next one. In comes the 90s. Environmentalism, really big. Oh, we got to save the planet. It's all coming. It's all making sense now, is it? The hole in the ozone layer. Lie. Well, I'm going to be underwater by 2020. Lie. But they made people believe it, so they voted for those policies, problem, reaction, solution. These same corporate masters that run this world convinced you there was a problem and provided you the solution. And the solution is vote for their guy. Vote for the World Economic Forum. Support Klaus Schwab and support your local United Nations. They spend the money and the effort because that's where the power is. And we lost the culture war. But it's forever. It's never finished. And there is an incredible effort being put into destroying, as I've said, uh, upstarts outliers, people like Alex Jones and so on. And I think a lot of his uh, criticizers, you know, critics and detractors are jealous of him. Um, I wouldn't be jealous of him. I'm not jealous of Alex Jones. I don't want to deal with the shit he's going through. They, they will destroy his life. They won't stop him to destroy his life. And he knows that. And he's doing it anyway. (laughs) But this, this goes on forever. There, there's no end to this, to this battle. But we were lazy and, and we sat around too long on our hands and let them uh, feed us garbage and teach people garbage. So the, the way forward to victory, to change this and turn this around is to do the same thing, except they're, what they're selling is, is garbage. They sell poison, they sell lies, and they sell self-destructive things that are going to weaken you and enslave you. That's how they do it. They make you weak and pathetic. They, they, they engineer you to be a subservient worker. That's it. And any other bigger ideas than that, get that out of your head right now. No. 
just going to follow rules and do what you say. And they've engineered society in, in such that way. And they've taken any, any of the radicals and gotten rid of them. What did they do to Martin Luther King? They shot him. What did they do to Malcolm X? They shot him. What did they do to the Kennedy brothers? They shot them both. They shot JFK. They shot RFK. Anybody that gets out of line, anybody that challenges the machine, they shoot him dead. They kill him. They get rid of him. Because that's where the real threat is. Free speech. Being able to speak. They offer lies and poison and garbage. But we have the truth. And people know the truth when they hear it because they can feel it. Something intrinsically. If there's even a little bit. If there's 1%. Last year, uh, uh, when I was still in Saskatchewan, there was a a fire in the summer in a, in a pile of hay that took us all day to put out <laughs> fairy head. That there's a memes, the hose. We, we were shuffling. Wa- it was bad. It was sketchy. It was like, there's no time to call the fire department. <laughs> we might have to call them. It got out of control. Well, we got out of control and it was destroyed. We defeated the fire. Fire's defeated. It's gone. S- smoldered for days. Cup kind of flared up a few times, but we went back and, you know, took care of it. And then the winter came. And then the spring came. And guess what? Somehow, somehow, a one-tenth of a microscopic 1% of that fire persisted. It remained. It... Unbelievably held on through an entire winter season somehow insulated in this pot, giant pile of hay somewhere in the center it's somehow and one day the guy that owned the property looked at the window and went holy shit it's smoldering again after all that time and effort and even the seasons of the earth could not bury that that's why they have to destroy free speech, and that is why they have to control what people say, because that's all it takes. It only takes one person, it only takes one person willing to say what we all fucking know is true. If everybody just, if they just say it out loud. And I'm tired of it. So that's why I've been doing this for the last couple of years, and I'm not, I'm not at everybody specifically, but somebody or somebody out there is hearing this and it's going to, it's going to, that last nudge over the line to get them to do something, to say something, to marshal their inner resources and their courage and their fortitude to do something and be something. Because that's all it takes. As long as one of us remains, it's never over. I'm tired of walking around and everybody looking. I was tired wa- looking at their feet, not saying anything. I said this at the, the back at Cotter before that. I, I, you know, did what I always do. I go on autopilot. I don't even remember what I said to the guy when I said it. I just said whatever was in here at the time. 
because it was true to me. It made sense. I felt like this is how it was, and it resonated with people because it was true. And I couldn't believe the reception I got from it. I assumed I was going to be a hated pariah in the morning. No, I had 5,000 messages, many, many, 75% of them from Canadian Forces members across the country appreciating what I had done, saying what we were all thinking. And then I really got to thinking, how many of us is there really? It's like living under living under some kind of regime where everybody hates that guy, but nobody dares say it out loud. What happens when somebody does? I use that old photo on my YouTube channel in the banner. It's the one guy at one of the Nuremberg rallies. He's just doing this, you know, refuses to re- refuses to throw up the Roman. Nope, he's not doing it. The balls on that guy, you know. Was there a lot of other people in the crowd that thought maybe felt his way? You know what I mean? It, the, the same parable exists through time. You must have the courage to act on your own because what if it's only you? What if there is only you? What if you're the only one that can? We all sit around and we all you know whine and complain that you know nobody's doing anything, nobody's saying anything, nobody again, we need we need the numbers, we need the culture war, we need to make people understand and help them find the path back to sanity, to stability to responsibility, to personal responsibility, to cherishing what you've been given, the blessings that you've been given, the hardships and the sacrifices that previous generations had to go through for you to be where you are and sit where you are and enjoy the luxuries that you have today. You need, we need to do that. And the more people that we do, they will see this poisonous, toxic, evil ideology for what it is. And when there's enough of us, it'll be too late. And the reason that's being suppressed is because there's a giant head in the sky. Actually, you know what I call it? The television, if you're in the 80s, 90s, but now it's everywhere. It's, it's, in, it's evolved. And it's got to go. I don't know if that fire is still burning to this day or not. <laughs> but I know that the minute you take your eye off it, it can really get away from you. And we're in an age now where uh, you'd be surprised. Anybody, uh, anybody can make a difference. Nelson73 says, it's not as if... As if this is their first attempt at world domination either. It's been getting more serious as they try, but I do believe they should have waited for Gen X to be gone in early millennials. Maybe it's possible too, but you know, uh, there's advantages and disadvantages to the system, to the technology that they have. It's a very complicated system. The more complicated and complex that it is, the easier it is to destroy. More moving parts, more complexities, more interlocking components. It's easier to destroy the more complicated it gets, and it's getting real complicated out there. It's getting real bad. Uh, I'm going to read these last few chants, and then we got to go. Man on the Mountain says, One ought never to turn. One's back on a threatened danger and try to run away from it. If you do, you will double the danger. But if you meet it promptly and without flinching, you'll reduce the danger by half. Never run away from anything. Never, said Winston Churchill. He's right. 
It's there. It's not going away. Run now, make it worse, or fight it now, and you got a chance. I didn't make the rules. I just live here. That is how it is. I know it sucks, but this is what we got to do. Whatever, you know, get right with it. You have five minutes and then throw on your FFO and meet me at the assembly area. We are going over the line of departure. The Q says art and culture will return, but it will be an underground movement to start. What do you think this is? It's exactly where we're at right now, and it's getting bigger every day. The next proper punk movement, which is what this is, this is the new counterculture. The punk movement used to be, and now it's this. Now it's this, and it gets bigger every day. Uh, the next proper punk movement needs to be a total rejection of all the woke and left uh, versus right bullshit. Speaking of music and punk, check out 70s proto-punk band Death. I've never heard of that one before my time. Synthetic C17. Sup, homie? Radio stations always saying today's best music, but most often playing the same shit I remember hearing as a kid. Yeah, they don't make new music anymore. They make a lot of the same pre-packaged, manufactured, focus-tested, this-will-make-money crap. It's like they've come up with a, a formula for movies for, for, for video games, for music. No, no one does anything new or risky or interesting anymore. It's just the same shit, repackaged, recycled over and over, and we all knew it. Culture, Western culture, is basically ended around 2004. It's basically been the same shit. Since about 2004 till now, it's all pretty much the same. He says, stay top, Dags. Uh, Slumadian says, I will see you all in the breadline unless we do something. Um, who says we can't? Cinnamon... Cinnamon Julian says, even with our shackled wrists, we will fight our way through this. Yes, we will. Scotian Lady says, thanks for saying it all so well. Uh, I don't know if I, I did, but I, I try. Cheers, bigots. Hail Daglon, home of based plaids and pure bloods. Michael the Conqueror, thank you very much, man. He says, God bless Jeremy. May our Lord Jesus watch over you and the family. Amen. I hope so. Reverend Chad, as I have become swole as fuck since the winter. Nice. I'm working on it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and get back up to 205. I'm going to put on about 15 pounds and just... Just fucking, you know. <laughs> uh, he says, if old, get test, max, and creatine, etc. Keep on, folks. That's right. Always keep going forward. Lost Dog says, every man dies, but not every man truly lives. Sell your clothes, sell your cloak, and buy a sword. Get the fuck out there, and fuck you, mate me. That's right. All right. Are we caught up? We got it all. I think so. I don't know if I'm going to make sure I didn't leave anything off the table that I, I really wanted to get to because it's, you know, Fattery's got his thing he wants to do. He's got to gonna talk about TV smashing and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's that much. So we can just... Uh, the government the government lies. They're all full of... Sh you know, what's the difference? The difference doesn't make. None of it's really that important. I don't really need to waste too much time getting to that. But it's a form of civil disobedience, um, and it's not illegal to do. It's not illegal to stop listening to the media. It's not illegal to stop spending money at institutions and places that uh, cooperate in your destruction and your, and your, and your soul and, and cultural poisoning. Because they operate, their, their power and the, the position of power that they currently operate from and occupy is a perceived legitimacy to the masses. Again, the culture war, this, this mass of people in between us and them, the commies on the other side, you've got the sheep, you know, and they're going to go whichever way the wind blows to get at them. 
Um, people want to believe they're on the right side. They want to believe they're the good guys. They want to do, people are generally want to do the right thing. And this is what the media does. This is what they do for their corporate masters. I played you, the, I showed you the clip. There's so many, there's so many examples and they all say the same things about the same things, about the wars, about the lies, about the murders, about whatever it is, about the drugs. It doesn't matter about the inflation, about the money printing. It's the same thing on every fucking channel. You think that's a mistake? That it's quote for quote, verb for verb, you know, uh, intonation. It's the same. Even the way they say it is the same. They might as well all be clones. It's like being in a video game and they think the NPC meme isn't fair. It's not only fair, it's prophetic. It's divine. It is so accurate. I I mean, I don't even know if it originated on this earth. Whoever came up with the NPC meme is brilliant because that's exactly what they are. But it can be broken and it can be shattered. And and consider that that is what draw that's what gives you some strength. You're not doing it for because money possessions, the things that they can award you with on the other side, status is kind of it's fleeting. It's temporarily um sustains you, but in the long run, is your money and your status and your follower count on your Instagram, you know. Is that worth the same to you as the as the respect and love of your own children? Is that worth the same to you as your own self-respect? Because for every person that's out there that's that's doesn't realize they're being victimized, that can have that shell, that illusion smashed through just enough for you for you to reach an arm in and grab a hold of them and pull them the fuck out of there, you've saved them. They don't even know they're prisoners. They're trusting the talking head, the giant head in the sky. And so what's the big deal, the talking head? This is the whole reason I got started, the whole reason I will continue forever because I don't want money, I don't want social clout, I don't want any kind of standing, I'm not looking for any kind of power. I'm doing it out of spite. Because I hate you. Because you're evil and you're the antithesis to everything that I've ever believed and wanted since I was a little boy, a little kid. I grew up like many of us did. Watching and worshiping. Why do you think little boys and kids, why do you think they like Batman and RoboCop? Because it's a beautiful idea. A man, a person, a character a heroic figure that will do whatever it takes, go to whatever length to uphold, you know, the good, the righteous against, in the face of incredible odds and evil. That's why little, that, that, that inspires even children, that the idea of a good, you know, righteous existence, willing to take the punishment and the abuse and the attacks on the behalf of other people that are too scared or weak or incapable of doing it themselves. That's what sustains a lot of people and and keeps them going because they know it's the right thing to do. So if you want to pit those things against each other, 
You have one side that is motivated by greed, self-abasement, power, their ego, which are all shallow. They only go so deep. They don't even go as deep as an Olympic swimming pool. Versus the timeless, immortal, and inconquerable desire and dedication to protecting your friends, family, and your people from those who would hurt them. And it's a fight to the death. Who do you think, if those are the two teams, is going to blink first? Ich will. Ich will. You had to pick a side. Ich will. Ich will. Ich will. Chris Jason, thank you very much, sir. Nelson73. Ich will. Ich will, dass ihr mir vertraut. Ich will. Broken Pipe 284. I got them all, you rumble guys. They gotta fix that up. Lost Dog, Reverend Chad, Michael the Conqueror, Scotian Lady, Cinnamon, Julian, Slumadian, Synthetic C17, The Q, Man on the Mountain, Sergeant Rock, Leo Nindis, Tiano One, Some Weekends of Tuesday, Secular 007, let's go! Almost. Donkey Dong, and not last, Michael the Conqueror, Trucker Rob, Lost Dog, Jake Powell, thank you very much, sir, David 6969, Amon Al Zawari, Making Gains, CRJ, thank you very much, sir, Jimmy Two Skidoos. He's got two skidoos. What has he got two for? He's got a lot of friends. People like to go skidooing. I don't know. Filthy Weasel, Alex Woods, the Carpenter, Chris, Pilot Mike, DJ Cardinal. Let's go, boys. Phillips Disciple, NWO Bickley, Amber Button, Mr. Chow, Blams, Chief Dogma, Leo Nindis, when I hang Bangor, NYC bit, and Godzilla Unchained. Thank you very much, guys. Of course, RagingDistant.com for all the links to all of the things you can ever need. Follow us there because they're going to get us somewhere eventually. It'll be banned, and um, you won't know where to go. So go to RagingDistant.com and follow me on Telegram, t.me slash RagingDistantII. For showtime updates, general nonsense, and, uh, oh, whatever, whatever. <sighs> Monday, Wednesday, Friday, generally 8 p.m. Eastern, entropystream.live slash Raging Distant. All my social media stuff and so on is on the website. Nobody's on the truck. Nobody gets on the truck. No surrender. Um, this is for all the marbles, guys. This is what we're here for. This is what we play for. You want me to eat the bugs? 
I will eat your heart over an open fire before I ever give you this fucking knee. Warden, break me, you got no fucking chance. Cheers, guys, take care of each other, and I'll see you next time. Perhaps, except for Tyrannus, death to Stalin. These are these are a weird plan, Phil. I mean, a lot of your plans are for like after we've done all the work, and we've apparently descended into like a like a post dystopian nightmare to like. I mean, we've got game shows like Dumpster Toss and Gunner Rope, but you've invented this whole other. I mean, no, 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 no plans on how to get to this point. Just what to do when we get there. I mean, I appreciate your imagination or so, but all right. So this is this is what we're gonna do with with what the, these these fat cat world king maker guys. What you're gonna do? What you're Here gonna bring them up? Money. Here we go. Money talk. What the Phil? Money, 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 money. <laughs> you're gonna feed the money, and people can bet on. Who can eat the most before their stomach explodes and they die? This is this is just somebody strapped to a chair and Phil's just jamming hundred dollar bills down his throat with a funnel. People are people are making bets on their phones. How fat is the fat cat? He's getting fatter, yeah, because his stomach's expanding because he filled it with dollar bills. He's gonna explode. Oh, it's like the new age Greek parable where he poured gold down the guy's throat. I can I can I can get behind this. The molten gold was pretty pretty messed up, but I guess cash is king these days, so, you know, you love it so much, you eat it. Money, smelling just like a mint. Uh, no back 